Burkhead nope. last night and yeah. ran into the end zone for <laughs> exactly. a game winning He's touchdown. going to the Super Bowl. Who? Hey Arnold? Hey Arnold's going to the Super Bowl. He just said I look like Hey Arnold because the way my hat looks. I mean, it, and you, I told so, him if you want to mock me, don't say I look like Hey Arnold. That's not mocking. That is, that is that is a compliment in my mind. <laughs> Time for some what about Rocky Dennis? What was that? What about Rocky Dennis? Well, who's Rocky Dennis? You've never seen Mask? Oh, he's the guy from he's with the messed up face, yeah. right? Yeah. I don't know who that is. It's from a movie. What movie? R- mask. Yeah. You'd recognize the him. mask. If no, I, not no, the, not mask. the mask. Mask. If I googled a picture of him, you would recognize oh, okay. him. Yeah, you could Google a picture. Just Google Rocky. No, I, got, I got stuff going on over here. Yeah, I can't. He's, he's got a whole thing going on. <laughs> I, got, I got a whole. <laughs> I got a whole. Uh, it's all right. I got. I got to control this. Yeah, yeah, multitasking yeah. isn't really my a lot, thing. A lot so. going on. A lot going on. He was pointing to his phone when he said, "I got to control this." Yeah, yeah I got to control else. all this over yeah. here. So yeah. All right. What are we doing today, Brandon? Uh, today we're gonna break down uh floor hockey. Uh, see who's who's in and who's out of the playoffs. Go over a couple teams. This should be interesting. We're going to break down some game on rules, which is our favorite all the time. And that's going to lead us right into those championship games that happened yesterday. Uh, everyone had some sort of reaction to it, good or bad. And uh, we're going to kind of break down last week's football into this week's football. Here we go. This is the Amateur Hour. With Tim Shagrew, Brandon Sicleri, Marty Finucane, and Jeffrey Kroll. Now, the Amateur Hour, presented by Game On Sports. Good evening. Hello. It's chilly out today. Yes, it was it like uh, 7 on the way here when I, I came up. I, I am Tim Shagru. Uh, I'm joined here with... Uh, hey, Arnold. Hey, Arnold. Brandon Sicleri. Jeff Kroll. And uh, Marty Finucan. Uh We're hanging out here at Adolph's Old First Word Tavern, our sponsor for our Pond Hockey League. Uh, and football. And football. Well, football during the, the fall session. Yes. But they are currently our sponsor for our Pond Hockey League, which takes place at Canal Side. Indeed. Uh, you can follow the show on social media, uh, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram, uh, at Game on Buffalo across all platforms. I've had fun using the new, having access to the Twitter account. <laughs> we, we've noticed. Yeah. I, any, any, <laughs> we've, any t- <laughs> we've noticed. <laughs> I don't know if anybody else has noticed, but we've noticed. Hey, look, our 200 followers... Of which Do we have two hundred followers? Something like that. I don't know. Wow. Uh, whether I'm they're not all one of them, so <laughs> whether, they're, <laughs> I don't know. whether they're all real people or not is a different question. But we'll have to go through and clean that up then. Uh, so yeah, uh, our intro music provided by Space Junk. Yeah, Space Junk Ironworks this Friday, January twenty fifth. Do we have any other details on that? Uh, what the cost is? Uh, no, I do not. I know it's the normal cost of whatever. I think it's ten bucks at the. $15 at the door, $10 beforehand. Uh, and he's playing with another band, and he just mentioned to me today, and I probably should remember that, but your main band would be Space Junk. Uh, our intro music, and hopefully going to do a little bit more work with him and his band. I uh, He is uh, actually, Matt is off to uh, going to get married in a couple weeks, so congratulations oh. to him. Oh, God nice. So I didn't know he him. was, that must have happened between now and your uh, bachelor party then. 
Yeah, he well, he's been having he's had a girlfriend for a while now. Yeah, I just I guess they didn't know that they're engaged. But so yeah, so that is that is uh, definitely check that out this Friday, January twenty fifth at Ironworks. Yeah, you can find it. So it's Roots Collider, I believe, is the other band that they're playing with. All right. And so you can get tickets at the Ironworks, as Brandon said, ten dollars. I believe uh, so. You can, no, I'm telling you that it's ten dollars. I, I, I already it. knew this. <laughs> so I, I, I'm assuming it's ten in advance, twelve at the door. Uh, starts at eight p.m. Eighteen and over. So any of our eighteen, 18 and, and up, I'm in. Let's <laughs> go. Oh. So any of our eighteen Yikes. and our Yikes. eighteen and uh, younger listeners, uh, we apologize. <laughs> do, I, do we have any? I don't know. I sure hope not. What, what are they? How old is Tyler? He has to be he's the only one that's got, in the yeah, league. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he's, he's the only one that's good, good. Good cover there, Tim. Yeah, good unless, there. unless they fudged his passport <laughs> to get him into the league. He's, he's so good. We he's had 19. To. Well, he's 19. 19. 19. That was, got a whole lifetime ago for me. Well, Tremaine yep. Edmonds is sitting here <laughs> playing linebacker at 19. Isn't that wild? I was getting yeah. hammered and trying to rule yeah. the beer pong table at Brockport at 19. Yeah, I was doing shooter shots up at Daily Planet What are shooter shots? I was very responsible. You know what? You look like someone that would do shooter shots. Shooters, you know, the shooter girl would come around with a whole thing of them. Marty thought the shot girl liked him. That was Marty. Everybody thought the shot girl liked him. That's how she sold I'm in love. <laughs> she b- gave me three, and I only bought one. Oh she loves God. me. Yeah. Guys, she took money from me for a product. <laughs> it was always common courtesy to get her one along with you, so that you guys can do them together. It was so. I've money. only been to Daily Planet once, and the f- so the f- uh, the one time I was there. If anyone knows who Gamble is on this, I think we've mentioned him a bunch of times. You know him if you saw him. We went up there. Wait, wait, when you have to give people a general description <laughs> of Gamble. Gamble so is. Very from, nice guy, though. Yeah, it's very, very nice, nice guy. guy. He's from Arcade. He wears camo, has a mullet, lives in a trailer, ah. lives in a trailer behind his parents' house. Great guy, one of my best friends. Uh, most pe- most red people, blooded American. Yeah, most he, people have to use knives or some sort of sharp object to punch the holes in the cans to shotgun them. <laughs> not gamble. Not gamble. He uses his thumb. That that's the that's the type it's of boy awesome he is. Party trick. Indeed. And he'll do it many times. We went up. We went up to Daily Planet when we were nineteen years old, and decided to buy the tray that the shot girl was carrying the whole, the, the whole so you tray. think you're like how did we spend that much money well somehow she goes yeah well give us give me fifty dollars you can have the whole tray and she just set the tray down and said grab fifty dollars worth well that was a dumb move on her part we just started like pawing all of dollars worth <laughs> i have no idea well wait the canadian reason, i'm assuming i don't remember so maybe it was like twenty three dollars. This is where you this is where you handed her twenty five toonies. <laughs> here's here's fourteen loonies, eighteen toonies, uh, and the reason we did that is Gamble said if we bought them, he would do every single one of them, and he oh, did. Oh no, and he did. It was a fun wow. night. Who else but Gamble? Oh, <laughs> so that is that is my Daily Planet story. The last so I think the you, last time I was there. Did you pitch in for these shots and not get to take any of them? Yeah, it, and it was well worth it seeing Gamble do all of them, and then next thing you knew. Next thing we knew, he was uh, puking outside the uh, dumpster that's outside right. of what are was you, that one? That cl- sounds about right. Are we familiar with Canada Club? Boston Pizza. So what was the one club? It was across the street from Boston Pizza. You had like go stairs like behind it. Uh, I think Kiss ninety eight point five. Was it rumors? And I have was no it idea. rumors? I have no idea. Rumors was the. Was yeah, the rumor. Are you sure right? that was Gamble you were with and not Don Vito? <laughs> Saturday night, <laughs> eighteen and up. Rumors, rumors nightclub night oh, for water clifton cannons. hill <laughs> clifton hill good times r- 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 rumors between the the, <laughs> <laughs> the beer good, the beer actually. garden was a good place you had the oh, outdoor the karaoke beer garden uh mushrooms what the what? mushroom <laughs> sports bar that the, yeah, the yeah, bar yeah, that yeah. was right next to, to uh really Boston I'm with that one. where are you going and i'm going to shrooms <laughs> yeah. yeah it was a little like basement bar right next to the, that haunted house uh nightmares 
So, spa- right so space junk. Hill. Space junk. <laughs> <laughs> Reminiscing about our yes. youth. Oh, at man. Space Junk on <laughs> Facebook and Ironworks. Uh, hopefully they'll be coming out with some maybe some new tunes for us to yes. intro with. Uh, or, you know, use as segues in between segments and such. Indeed. So, uh, ongoing sports. So, as I was uh, looking up some stuff for this, I came across that it is the final week uh, for floor hockey, which is uh, played at the Expressway of God on off of the 33 on Eggert Street. On just outside of the city limits, I believe there, or maybe that is in the city. I honestly don't know. Anyways, uh, so we have a couple of big matchups uh, for that league. We have in the top two spots, uh, Knuckle Pucks, which is uh, for you know reference for anyone who plays in football. Uh, JJ plays on that team. Boo. Uh, he is, I believe, the captain for that team. It's a fair booing. That's indeed. <laughs> I do it to JJ's face. Uh, and they are taking on Blade Runners, which is Isaac Williams' team. Uh, Bobby McConnell plays on that team. A couple other people. Chris, I believe, plays on that team. I'm I'm sorry, Chris. I don't know how to pronounce your last name. Who? Oh. Uh, he's he's played on uh, multiple of Bobby's teams. He's uh oh, like oh, Fran Join. Uh, yeah, Fran Join. Yes, there we go. Fran there we go. Spelled Fran Join. I don't know how you say it. Which is why I didn't attempt to. But anyway, so uh, yeah. Blade Runners is in second place uh, at four and two. With eight points on the season, taking on Knuckle Pucks, who are currently in the lead with a five and one record, uh, with ten points. Knuckle Pucks so far this season, though, they've given up the least amount of goals with twenty-two, taking on Blade Runners, who have scored the most amount of goals with thirty-nine who, thus far into the season. Who's their goalie? Do you know? Uh, I believe it is uh, for for Knuckle Pucks. Yeah. Uh, what? Uh, what is her name? Is it still Don? Yes, still okay. Don. Yes, still Don. So yeah, she's Good a fan. Her. She's a fantastic goalie for them. She buys into it so much, and she's, um, you know, for a week. Partially, one of the reasons why we had to change the rules for floor hockey is because sh- her and Emily were both so good in goal that yeah. they could run three guys out there, and it essentially just resorted to what it was before, which is why we made it co-ed in the first place. That it was too aggressive with it being three on three guys. Mm-hmm. The other rule change we made is uh, f- uh, female goals count for two for this session just as a way to make sure you know people are involving them more in in the game oh some of them are good enough where they need to be running the game so yeah yeah exactly which is what we had we had come across so yeah uh so that's the big matchup the other matchup that we have is uh lenny and the jets uh who obviously the lenny that we all know uh len sonor is uh the mainstay on that uh, but Amber Williams is the captain for that team. And they're calling in a ringer this week. They're calling in a ringer. Who who would that be, Marty? That, that'd be me. That would be you. That'd oh, be okay. Me. Yeah. So they're bringing in a ringer. So what is that? I'm trying to think of uh, who who you would compare that to in the hockey world as calling in a ringer. It's kind of like, famous it's, movie. It's kind of like getting Connor McDavid back off of injury. Okay. Yeah. Or maybe Jack Eichel. Maybe, maybe Jack something Eichel. a little bit more local. Yeah. Uh, but Lenny and the Jets sitting at uh, even three and three on the season with 34 points scored and 25. Uh, against so they've actually they're in second in terms of goals given up with six points on the year i'm not sure who they're taking on in their last game of the season but win and they are in the playoffs lose and they're uh, rooting for stick figures to lose as they could possibly jump up and fall in a tie with them and then t- it goes to tiebreakers i, I after believe that. they're playing rattlesnakes if that is chris yes Ritz's team yep that is correct rattlesnakes. so they are playing the rattlesnakes There's which is there's some bad blood there that I'm going to be there and playing against Ritz's team, so we're not going to delve into that too much. But Oh, oh also uh, another note for, uh, I believe, I want to say it's the the Blade Runners. Hogan is their goalie, I believe. Really? 
Yeah, so I, I saw him play there the other night, and he did very well. In goal. I didn't know if he was a goalie by trade or if he just said, I think I can do that. <laughs> I don't know if that's something that he did growing up or not. I have no idea. I'll have to ask him. Usually, I mean, I, I'm a goalie, so normally goalies know other goalies, and what? I didn't even know he played hockey. So Goalies know other goalies? Yeah, man. We're like a like a tight-knit community. It's it. You, you, is this confusing to you? I don't know. I just I guess I never <laughs> heard that before. Goalies and old goalies. Yeah, man. I've I've heard that uh, goalies are crazy. Is the other thing I've heard. Goalies are cr- you got to be a little bit off to be a goalie. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, it's, it's all coming full sure. circle. Remember that, Al. Just yeah. keep that in mind. <laughs> so I, I, I will say I think the next time around these hockey these hockey leagues I think we need better names. We've been saying this for a while. I think we need. Uh, I like Quebec yeah. No Deeks. I that, think that's, that's a good our, one. That's okay, good that's one. all right. That's a good one. Rattlesnakes has been their name forever. Yeah. Knuckle Pucks has been their name forever. Yeah, if you want to be an entry into our our tournament yes, style. Tournament of names. Best names, team names. names contest we're going to be having later. Uh, you're going to need to up your game here. So what are we going to, what's the cutoff in that? Well, we'll have to. Well, we're gonna have to run down and see how many names we have that that we feel if make it. We can get it. sixty-four. So if we I'm get in on 64, sixty-four. We'll get sixty-four. But I mean, um, thirty-two, whatever. In the Unique final four, names, team yeah. names: Sticky Bandits, Talent Juice. No, well, completely unbiased. No, we'll 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 figure out a way where we can put it out to a vote, for, so everyone oh, yeah, who's definitely. involved can vote on. So you know, if you're you know flying pierogies and you can get enough people who like that name to vote for you. More power to you. Mysterious white male. I feel, male is I still, feel like we should make it so you can't number vote one, for your own It's the number one seat out of the East. Oh, yeah. Mysterious okay, Marty, white uh, male. You figure out how to police that, because I sure as heck am not well, going to do that. We could see who voted. Uh, so, where were we? <laughs> so, the other thing I had is there's been no shutouts this season in indoor. So, there's been no goalie who's pitched well, a shutout. because that I means retired. there's been no team that's been goalless. Yeah, I know, since okay. you retired. Yeah. I actually would say it's more so since uh, Ray McAndrew retired, which is my cousin. He's been fantastic in net for Lenny and the Jets in the past. But they've had, uh, I don't know who's their official goalie for them, but I know uh, Kyle Messina was in net for them the I last time. I think they time. said Menji's playing this week. Not for Lenny's team. Lenny, no? Uh, no, Menji's on uh, Rattlesnakes. Oh, is he? Okay. Yeah, so okay. he was their goalie this past week. And as I told him before, I was like, Lenny, you're, or not Lenny, uh, Menji, you're great in net when you just stay in net. <laughs> When he stays in net, he's fine. It's when he starts to Carter Hutton <laughs> and he gets out of the net and starts playing the puck all over the place that he gets himself into trouble. <laughs> oh, I love how we've, we've already like went negative on Carter Hutton. He's like, not so quickly. Oh, no, that's not a negative <laughs> thing. Become, it was no, more he's so He's become a, a punchline for <laughs> number 10. In the, he was number 10 in the league in uh, save percentage. <laughs> so it wasn't a, it wasn't a uh, negative on Carter Hutton. It was just that Menji tries to do that and it just doesn't always work out for him. Fair enough. But he won, so he was uh their team won this past week. So we have uh speaking of so we have uh Quebec No Deeks, which unfortunately I don't know a lot of people who play on that team. Uh but if they win and they're in, if they lose, they need Rattlesnakes to lose their game against Lenny and the Jets to give them a chance to stay in the playoffs. Rattlesnakes, same thing. If they win, they're in. If they lose, they need Quebec uh, they need to root for Quebec No Deeks to win because I believe they are playing stick figures and they can't let stick figures jump up to get in there. <laughs> I'm la- I'm looking at the sheet Tim wrote up over here and I love that not last place. Oh, is yeah. It's in last place. place? Yes. Of course. I love it. So uh, the last note that I have here is which this is Aladico's team uh, and he has been taking over in goal for his uh, bride-to-be, Emily, for this session. And currently, surprisingly, they're not they haven't given up the most goals. That goes to Rattlesnakes with thirty nine. And uh so not last place, currently sitting in last place at one four and one 
with three uh, points on the season in the standings. So in order for them, they need to win this last game in order to not finish last place, who I believe they are playing stick figures to round out the season. So that's a, that's a barn burner I, right I there. drama right there. Stick figures versus not last place. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be there for that one. Yeah? I'll make sure I watch are it. Are you playing, did you I'm, say? I'm, did playing I for the, I'm playing for Lenny and the Jets against the Rattlesnakes, yes. Well, okay. if you happen to get there, uh, see if you can get some videos of uh, some of the action in the final week. I had a great save that I, I well, got. Wait, who's working that night? Uh, I'm not know. sure. I have no idea. Jesus. So organized we are. <laughs> don't look at me. Huh. So <laughs> don't try passing it off to me again. Like I actually last got. Time. So I think I put it on Instagram, but I had a great video of uh, Ben who uh, plays in our hockey leagues. His son comes to all of the games and watches his dad. And Ben scored a goal, and I just happened to be in the lower left-hand co- corner. His son just like throwing a towel up in the air, like extremely <laughs> excited that his dad scored a goal in his his social sports league. I That's thought awesome. it was really cool. Is Ben the really tall one? Yep. He's. Tall with curly hair. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Ben. Okay. When are you bringing your skills back? You know, <laughs> when are you bringing your hockey skills? Back? My hockey skills. My my lack of hockey. You skills. You got the playoff beard going. So no, that's the about the, that's about the only thing I've got going. You got the Marty, hustle. So. You've got the hustle. You got yeah, the. Yeah, I don't yeah. really have a lot of coordination for this though. You don't need that in hockey. Oh well, that's, that's overrated. That's not important. Yeah, you yeah, got to do is stand in front of the net and whack away at rebounds. Beat people to the puck in the corner. Clear it out of the zone. Yeah, sounds sounds easy when you put the old dump the old dump and chase. Better known as the Phil Housley system. Yeah, the old dump and chase. Uh, oh, hockey. Yes. Any last thoughts on uh, hockey, Marty? Marty, are you excited to play? You haven't played. I, I am excited days. to play. I haven't played indoor yet. Uh, I haven't played. I think I played last year. I can't remember. But What's the difference for you for pond hockey versus indoor floor hockey? Everything. I mean, for starters, you're not on skates. Uh, you're using oh, a come ball. Come on, Marty. Well, that's obvious. You're we know that. You're using a ball. It's, three, I mean, it, it's a completely different game. I mean... It, <laughs> I don't know what you want me to say. Uh, one's indoors, the other one's it, outdoors. It's a uh, I could have articulated all those differences. It's a completely different game. I mean, I can go on for an hour about Marty, the difference Marty, can you tell me the difference? Maybe go on for just another 20 hockey. seconds until we hear something we didn't know. Can you tell me the difference <laughs> no. between It was fo- a stupid football, question. No. Between football and darts. Can you please tell me the difference? <laughs> I'd like to know. One, well, one's indoor, one's outdoor. Yeah, one involves a ball. One one I bet personally for you, what's the enjoyment out of it? Which one do you enjoy more? Or what is, what's oh, the difference I, for you? I'll always love ice more than floor hockey. Um, not that I'm not going to put any effort into this game on Wednesday. I certainly will once I get out there. The competitor takes over in me. Um, but ice hockey, it'll always be my first love. But I think in pond hockey is more so, uh, not pond hockey. Well, you said last time, I mean, there's no there's no big slap shots or anything. No. It's more about positioning. Yeah. And not that that's not the same thing for floor hockey, but more of that is you know shooting like you normally would in a hockey game where – Maybe not winding up necessarily, but, you know, wrist shots and such like that. With floor hockey, my strategy is usually to play back and retrieve all the balls and just throw them on net as hard as possible and and hope it goes in or hits something. He cherry picks. I don't know. I said I stayed back. He cherry picks. You literally just just defined cherry. Oh, no, never mind. No, cherry picking is is when you're goal hanging. He cherry picks. I stay back in the defensive zone. uh, We played against you in outdoor. You cherry pick. That's outdoor. What the? What's the, the difference? No, the one's thing. outdoor, on. one's indoor, on. one's defense. Cher- cherry picking isn't staying up on the wing waiting for a pass. Cherry picking is staying in the other end. Yeah, you're staying in the offensive. Yeah, waiting, yeah so Mario stays in the offensive end and no. doesn't play defense. I, I'm well aware of what you do, Mario. Brandon, it's three on three. There's very little defense to be played to begin with. All right. <laughs> it's so, uh, <laughs> anyways. <laughs> So good luck to all the teams in the final week for indoor. Uh, we'll have some videos up there on social media for people to view of the, some of the action. Uh, moving on to, so uh, obviously football is very popular with us, and uh, 
watching the NFL championship games this past week, I noticed that, you know, hey, there was a huge controversial call, which is pass interference. Or it was it should have been something, I think, is what we can all agree that. No, I think we can all agree it should be pass interference. But it could have and the helmet to helmet. helmet. Yeah. I said it could have been both anything. of those we, things. We, we, face yeah. guarding. It we could have been all agree those. except for Hogan. Yes, Hogan. except Hogan for Hogan. Hogan disagrees. Surprise. Some people but. like to just take a different uh, view on things and run with it. <laughs> but anyway, so I, I've always I've always sort of hated when when players after a game, you know, you blame the referees for the outcome because yeah. it's like, well, you know, you had you had three hours to play this game. You had sixty minutes of game time. You couldn't get it done. You needed all the calls to go your way. But this one really just felt. Just emotionally, it felt like the refs just stole the game from they the Saints. They did. They did. Yeah, I mean that's that's what happened. Yeah. And I look, I get that they had like you know obviously had a whole game to build a bigger lead to make sure that they did, it didn't come down to one play. And I get that yeah. argument, but man, it just felt like such the, a gut punch. The devil's advocate position would be maybe the referees didn't want to be the affect the outcome. So of that's the, it. You know and ironically, they didn't want to be the ones that ended sure. the game. No, and I get that. I understand that. Like the the deeper you go into the postseason. The refs are less and less likely to throw flags because, you know, they always want to let the players play an expression that I hate. It's like, well, the rules should always be the rules. But ironically, in like in trying not to be like the the thing that decided the game, they decided the game. I know know you don't really watch hockey that much, but if you want to be pissed off, watch a game seven of a playoff game and then tell me how pissed you will be at refs. They don't call anything. But isn't that isn't that frustrating? It's so frustrating. They don't call anything and then they do. And you're like, yeah. Yeah, you really? haven't been calling yes. it all game. This is yeah. what you called. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think consistency is what people want most out of officiating of, in any sport. Of all the things, when I was umpiring for the longest time, no matter what it was, the you know, if I, both coaches might come up to me afterwards and be like, "Hey, you know, we maybe not agreed with everything, but you were consistent the whole time. The strike zone was consistent. It's when you get to the end of the game and there's a ball that whizzes by someone's eyes and you're like, strike three, and they're like, what the yeah. hell? You haven't called that all game. What are you doing? But anyways, so. Uh, I I feel I feel bad for the referees. They're in a tough spot, but at the same point, they're paid to do a job, and they really failed at it. So this is the, the Saints Rams game, is what we're talking about. Yeah. And I don't know the players that were involved, but well, Nikel Roby Coleman, but oh, I don't know who yeah. it was who he hit. Former Buffalo Bill. Yeah, he had a weird name. I forget. Yeah, it but anyways, it doesn't matter. Blatantly, blatantly <laughs> it crushed him. Matter. Yeah. The other thing I noticed that came up out of this was uh, Charles Woodson had that that comment that he posted on his Instagram of. And tell the Saints to get over the non-flag rule, uh, or the non-flag being thrown, and if, you know, just like people have told me to get over the tuck rule. Uh, so, was the tuck rule an actual rule, rule prior to that game? Yes, it Would, was. And they, I, didn't, they didn't just make it up for that that moment. It was an actual rule. Was it applied correctly? That's where wait. The gray I, are area you sure comes. about that? Are, we're are you sure about, that was an actual? Are we're talking rule about the, the tuck rule. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah, because Charles Woodson brought it up, saying to tell. The Saints to get over this it, non-flag it, throw. It was it was absolutely a rule. It just had never really been called before yeah. until that moment. So that's why everybody was like, "Oh, well, this and, is obviously favoritism." And it was a brand new rule that year. But I I had a maybe revisionist history of thinking that it wasn't, and they just made it up on the spot and said, "Yeah, that's kind of how I've imagined it as well." And you're right. Maybe I've just kind of made that up in my head. This is worse than the Tuck rule. Because the Tucker rule, we didn't even know about. We know what passed. Yeah. Oh, yeah, there's no yeah. question what the call should be. The yeah. NFL office has admitted they got it wrong. Yeah. And the Tuck rule was a new rule that year, which I, like, again, didn't know, didn't realize that it was the Tuck rule. Yeah. That just and the, the people or whoever's complaining about, yeah, well, they could have scored more points. You could say that about anything. The, the reason that this bothered me is I really had no rooting interest. I liked Drew Brees. If he lost, he lost. But the idea that 
the game is over if that's called. Yeah. 100%. It's oh, I mean, yes, we could bring up the statistics of well, how uh, what the probability of a twenty yard field goal is, and it's probably well, pretty I high. Could, I think they could have run the clock out. Yeah, they could have set it and then, close to it, and then kick yeah. a field goal out, for the they win. Kick the yeah. field goal, that's the game. Yeah, you just can't let this happen. And I I go back and forth on this because I am a big advocate of completely taking away replay. I can't stand it. You're go just you go into this knowing that. Human beings are refing a game, and they can get things wrong. Yep. Everyone's going into this knowing this. So why, when they get something wrong, we completely blow up at them? We know they're going to get stuff it's wrong. Like the, the emotions are high. I know. I mean, it's, just get rid of it. Get rid of replay. And oh, just, I agree. 100%. I can't stand it. So yeah. I was even going to go the other way. Do you think that no. you should be able to challenge no. a play oh like that? So, so, no. so never. Absolutely never. not. The second you allow challenges for like pass interference plays, there's always a little bit of touching on every play. Yeah. People are going to be throwing flags constantly. It would ruin the game. Yep. It would take five hours to get through a football game because everything would be challenged. Nope. So I, I don't even think that should be a challenge thing. I think it should be the refs should be able to get together. Well, they're and they uh, or, or they the can. booth. Well, can't, they no, can't no, no, right but now. even in New York City, like the no. booth, the people so like they have in college they were, football. They brought Is there enough time up. for that? They'd have to specifically oh delay. Well, they br- they well, brought something up there where you have like an eye in the sky type of person who can call a penalty from the sky. They have until the next play starts to call that penalty. Yeah, sure. I, I mean, you know look, because I mean? yeah. think of that. But look, I, don't, I don't even well, like that. But Jeff, you say how long? How long would that take? We're all sitting there, yeah. on, on our couches, and they have the replay right there. And we're like, "Well, that was clearly pass interference." And, and yes, then what yes, are they looking yes, at? But that's the clear example. Imagine yeah. I'm a coach, and there's a much more it, like it's my season on the line, and there's a much closer example, right? A much more like you know could go either way one. Then coaches are going to be furious, like, "Oh, come on! Like you can't like stall a little longer to find like the right camera angle." This was a very clear cut one, yeah. but you have to imagine situations where it's not going to be so clear cut. That's what makes it yeah. difficult for them. I to mean, if it. you have the eye in the sky, though, the guy be like, "Well, that's clearly pass interference." What, and then that on, would on be what, this what, one, what the NFL can't do is panic out on this one instance, like the NHL did with the offsides rule, the offsides yep. challenge. You can't do it. You, there's human error in football. It's it's yeah. there's humans playing the game. There's humans refereeing the game. The players make mistakes. The referees make mistakes. That's what makes it great. That's what makes sports awesome. The human element. I al- putting replay to everything is stupid. It's I also think if you're going to implement any more replay, which I'm completely against, I think I still think all replay should be in real time. I don't think yeah. you should oh, be yeah. allowed to slow something down because the ref is seeing it in real time. Yep. Anything can change if you slow something down. Absolutely. I, I think if, if you're going to do it in slow-mo, just have it be booth. And just have the ref doesn't need to go over so he can look well, into the Microsoft surface remember, tent that he's looking at. The, the whole point of replay was to correct clear and obvious errors. So if you can't tell at full speed that something is clearly and obvi- yeah. obviously wrong, then slowing it down to to a frame a, a second, like you're defeating the purpose, the intended purpose of replay. And I know calls are going to go against the Bills, and I know Bills gonna are going to get gonna, yeah. calls. We're I gonna, know this is going to happen, and we I dealt with it for. 30, ever, until replay was introduced, we dealt with it. Like, we well, we don't score the Don Beebe touchdown in the uh, Miracle no. at Rich because nope. he steps out of bounds. Yep. Like, I, I mean, things are going to go for us and things will go against us. Just you can't, I, I agree with Marty, you can't, I hope they don't pull an NHL here and make this rash decision because of this game. It was horrible for the Saints, I understand that. And by the way, let's do bring up, the last two years for the Saints have been pretty heartbreaking. The last year, Brutal. it was the Minnesota game. Oh yeah, the Hail Mary at the end. Hey, for you got to finish the game. You got to finish the game. Yeah, finish the games. 
and I I truly believe they, they finished yesterday's y- game. Yogi Berra, or it ain't over till the fat lady sings. Yep. So I, I have no sympathy for any other fan oh, base. No. <laughs> I'm sorry. I was reading something where that ref, they had to move him to a hotel outside of the city in the suburbs. See, that's just wrong. And D Ford. Have you seen? So, have you seen what teams do to refs? When no, they make I mistakes? know. I'm, that's, Didn't that's we burn wrong. Leotis McKelvin's? Not we, meaning Bills fans, burn Leotis McKelvin's they lawn. Some spray painted yeah, something, something about him when he People fumbled that ball. People take things too far, man. It's, yeah, like it's sports. It's entertainment at the yeah. end of the day. But yeah, the, the Rams ended up winning that twenty-six to twenty-three in overtime. So I uh, we have a golf versus Brady Super Bowl and Ooh, the AFC game. So that was the Patriots Chiefs. Uh, and her, I mean, D Ford, D Ford. So lining up in the freaking neutral zone. My God. So you know, what's <laughs> funny about that? So my brother and I were messaging back and forth, uh, Adam, and he goes, now's the time, you know, they, they have no pressure on Brady D Ford and Justin Houston need to step up. I've heard nothing about them this whole game. And then he gets called for lining up in the neutral Third zone. And 10. So I message him. I go, well, there's your D Ford sighting. And he goes, not in the way I was like, thinking. It isn't even like he jumped the count or anything. He just lined up a full foot or yep. and a half so offside. Like, how do you do that? So I was reading an article, and they said it this morning. I don't know if you lis- listen to the morning show on Buffalo Updates. So did you hear about Shmishmar? why yeah. he lined up? No. I missed that part. So if you break down the play, obviously, zoomed out, D Ford is way offsides. The tackle of the Patriots is not lined up on the ball. He is back from way back from the ball, and they should have been called for illegal motion. Or that's was why. It? No, it's not so illegal he was formation. illegal formation. Yeah, yeah. So he was lining up with him, and that guy was. Yes, you obviously could have noticed it, but I'm saying that should have been called for illegal formation what, to begin with. What's the ruling on? Because uh, it's a, if it's the tackle, what's he has to be within? Did he declare as eligible though? Because if he declared as eligible, then he's fine. I'm just showing. I, no, how they, they got rid up. of. They got rid of that. I thought. No, they didn't. It's still in there. That you can alignment. Well, the lineman can declare as eligible, yeah. but then you can't have like a running back split out wide declare as ineligible. I thought they got rid of that. I said I didn't read the article. All I'm stating is that the, this guy broke down that the tackle ba- was backed up off of the line, yeah. and that guy was lining up with him just like he no- always does. And the Patriots should have been called for illegal formation on that play. Typical. Yes, so yeah, so that's a reason. That's a reason why yeah. he did what he did. Yes. not an excuse. For no, 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 exactly. Yeah, that's yeah. all. That's yeah. all I'm saying. So all you got to do is look across at the ball. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> or I tell know. the people next to you. I mean, yeah, sure. Yeah, and I know. I, and I know. I don't know because I'm not going to look it up. The a specific rule of, uh, but the linemen have to be with any that's either a certain length of the person next yeah. to them or the ball. They have to. They can only be so far back off the ball. And let's get this straight. When I'm bashing the Patriots, can we not bring reason into any of this? It, that doesn't make <laughs> yeah, any I, sense to me. I completely yeah. All right? apologize. Let's not, let's it should be part of this. No. How, how no, sad no. is it that when he made that interception that didn't end up counting, that you, you can't even have excitement because you you, you got to wait to see if there are any flags on the field? I feel like this happens at any big play in any game. Uh, I, you got to wait to see. Well, you knew instantly there was a flag. They said it. I did I, I was watching them, but, so but I didn't, I but didn't the way hear they it. the way they did it was, uh, well, Patriots did this, but the Chiefs did this, yeah. depending on which one they call, and you knew you just you just you just so, knew it was going to happen. So I have a, uh, I have a friend from high school I played football with growing up, a uh, really good friend. Uh, he when we were growing up didn't he like didn't have a team that he rooted for, and growing up in Albany, you don't really have any specific team. You know, there's Jets fans, Giants fans, so he. Uh, being on the fence, he started off, he's like, you know what, I'm going to root for the Browns. Like, they had that one really good season in 99, I think, when they made the playoffs. And right before, right as they came back, uh, they have got their franchise back. 
Yep. And one of our other friends is a good, big Patriots fan, has always been Patriots. And over time, he's like, you know, I don't really like the Browns as much as I thought I would. I, I love the Patriots. But talk about being in such a dilemma at that point in time, like 2001, of like, which team should I root for for the next, you know, 20 years? The Browns or the Patriots, and I think he—I think as much as I hate the Patriots, he went with the correct decision. No, he didn't. Of teams to root for. No. When did the Browns come back? Two thousand? Ninety-nine. Ninety-nine. I think. 99? Yeah. Yeah. Ninety-nine. And then, how, and, and then the Ravens win. Yeah. Like how about being a Browns fan? Oh you see your team built up and then they leave. Being and a win St. Louis. Bowl, being like, a St. Louis fan, they're going to get slaughtered. True. They're just. I just. Uh, I don't know, man. Is this the full circle moment? No, no. It is. It is. It is. It is perfect symmetry to have Brady lose to the up and coming guy retire. from only the a, team that uh, that he beat. Originally. Only a Vinatieri runs out brilliant. there and kicks the game <laughs> when the goal has come full circle. Plus, you know, the thing I like about the thing I like about the Rams matchup in the Super Bowl is they always talk about how Belichick has this advantage when he has two weeks to prepare because, yeah. like, he's such a smart guy and all that. Well, Sean McVay's a pretty smart guy too. I'm curious what he's going to come up with with two weeks to prepare for New England, a team that you know. Everyone has seen in the Super Bowl so many times. So, so speaking of rematches, obviously I didn't grow up in the area. So even when that game, that Super Bowl took place, saying it's a rematch from so long ago, was everyone here rooting for the Rams in that? No, no, everybody was no, rooting for the Patriots. Because really Rams weird. won it the year before, yeah, and yeah. like two years before, they were they yeah, were the years. Patriots back then. They yeah. were the greatest show on turf. Yeah. They were dominating the NFL. Yeah. Curse the, pa- the Patriots were Brandon of two story. Yeah. Yeah. We all rooted for the curse Patriots. you, Brandon of two thousand and one. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Tom, <laughs> so ignorant. Tom Brady yeah. wasn't Tom Brady. He was just this, this nobody. There's a great story. Yeah, yeah. It took like three more years to really hate him. I hate myself for even liking him. I actually thought I was going to be the other way. I just assumed that the hatred. It had always been for oh, the because we oh. owned we owned the Patriots yeah. until until Brady they were harmless. They we were all, they were a fun story. We always hated the Jets and we always hated the Dolphins. And the Patriots were like, oh, they're cute. Yeah, like exactly. they're here, but well, and that's what they say about better. us now. Yeah. Oh, look at the Bills. They're, they're cute. Like the, the Bungles or the Aints <sighs> went for their and during just, their long. Uh, it's just. Watching they, they watching just, the game, it was like Groundhog Day. Like, all right, I've been here before. Here yeah. we go. As soon I know as, ex- soon as, they, as soon as Kansas City those tied d- the game and they got in overtime, and you, you just knew, you just knew. As a kid, though, those two Super Bowls were absolutely incredible, back to back. The the Titans versus the Rams, and coming down to like a yard short. Yep. For we were you know, all rooting Steve for the Young. Rams in that one. I was yeah, rooting we for the Titans in that one. Frick no, the, the Titans beat us in the Music, Music City, City Miracle. Oh, you with you. <laughs> Sorry, but I wasn't. Again, child. He I was, was in, rocking his Mike Allstott. No, jersey. Yeah, I was really. I was. I was rocking my Mike <laughs> Allstott jersey at the time. I wanted the Titans to win that game. I wanted Steve Young to win. You know, I, I wasn't. What a time out? Steve, Steve Young. Young. Steve Young. Steve McNair. There we Steve go. McNair. Rest yes. in peace. Yes, rest in peace. No, I was rooting for Steve McNair in that game because they were technically the underdogs and. He played incredible that game, uh, and they came. Kevin, Di- oh, I think Kevin Dyson came up a uh, yard short. Yeah, yep. Oh. Yeah, the same guy that scored the uh, the touchdown in in the Music City Miracle. But that's yeah. uh that's a uh, Capital Region Albany Tim, who was a Buccaneers fan at the time. We'll he, just call that karma. Yeah, we'll call that karma. Yeah, the, it, I do want to point out this is completely off topic, but I realized this watching the game yesterday. Andy Reid's mustache is so majestic, by the way. <laughs> this that thing is yeah. it. It is amazing. It is perfectly shaped. It the colors change like fall. Like it's the thing is awesome. There's, there's that's all I no want disputing that. That's all I want to say about that. I no love his nickname. What is it? Walrus. Big red. Big red. Oh, walrus. Good one. Walrus <laughs> is probably an easy one. Walrus is good too. Like, did you walrus. see like so they have like the season prior to the season the photo of like all the coaches that they get together? He looks like the, the guy same? from Office Space. He looks like, like the guy who is. 
Milton? Ready the, Milton? No, no. The guy who's going to create the jump to conclusions man. Oh, he looks oh yeah, just that guy. Like yeah, him. yeah. And I think, Tom or and whatever I, is yeah. And I think <laughs> CBS was with me on this because if you remember watching the game, it was always zoomed out to see Bill Belichick. They always zoomed out. I think they wanted to get his hoodie with his like he- with his headgear yeah, on or image. whatever. And then every single time they showed Andy Reid, it was zoomed close into his, up. On it was the close. Face. They're like, we need to see no, that. God, he's got the play no. card no, no, right no. up to his face. Like they're like, like Tony hiding. Romo. Can you please describe what you're seeing right now, <laughs> or Jim? It was uh, it was awesome, Jim. Uh, it was fantastic. Now, Brandon, they had the same the same view. Just Andy Reid filled it more than Bill Belichick. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it, to, I, to be honest, I I want to see Bill Belichick from a further distance. Uh, so one of my other friends, uh, growing up, was uh, an Eagles fan. So it was, we had a Panthers fan, an Eagles fan, a Patriots fan, and I was a Buccaneers fan. Odd grouping of people being in the capital region. But we used to make fun of how many heart attacks. Walk into a bar. <laughs> yeah, seriously. But uh, we used to make fun of how many heart attacks Andy Reid had because he was always so big. Oh, my God. Wasn't that a, mo- a Coach Ditka thing? Yes, yeah. the heart yeah. attack one. And, well, you know, the Chiefs, uh, they are, they, they yes, they lost. And They've it got sucks, a great future. But let, yeah, let's, we're going to be competing. Are we, though? Because the contract they're saying Patrick Mahomes is going to get is about $200 million. Yeah. You can't. Keep the players yeah. around him for two hundred million. That team's going to immediately get worse when they Man, pay yes. that after he signed that contract. I'm going to their open tryout that they're going to have to pay the rest of the yeah, team. right. Exactly. I'm sure I could probably be the a wide receiver is, for the him. The cap's going to keep going up though, boys. No, uh, not that much. Well, it, it is going to go up, but not proportionally enough to cover no. that. I mean, that's going to hurt their team a lot. If, if there's you're no Mahomes, way you, there's no way you can't see that it will hurt their but team. If you're Mahomes, no, no, and absolutely. if any quarterback wants to be like Brady, you just don't sign that contract. You just take one. Like no one is. I will give Brady this. Oh yeah. No one is smart enough to do that. Yeah, well, they're all going for max dollars. But, I mean, the Patriots are paying his company and the company, and then we'll just pay him. There's some shady stuff going oh, on over I there. Oh, I know. And Look, he'll be the same thing. He'll be on the payroll once that he's done. They're not going to be like, hey, Tom Brady, you know, <laughs> oh, thanks for your service, but uh, see ya. He's going to be on their payroll Knowing as, like, an ambassador. He's going to become team. the head coach of, like, the Jets and then just kill <laughs> us for another 15 years. I, I just, I wonder. Oh, Brandon, you just gave me nightmares. <laughs> oh. I just Why? wonder if Sean McDermott and Doug Whaley are kicking themselves about trading that pick. No. You don't think so? Not at all. Because I, I, this is why. I, you, I can't do that. I can't be the person to say, oh, I will point out and joke. But honestly, it doesn't upset me because so many teams pass on him. And then if you want to nitpick yeah. that, you could go to every single draft and see yep. all these players we missed know, on. Exactly. And people have this idea that, like, the Patriots and the Packers, these historically like good teams, they are miss like all the time. No, they I miss know. all the time. All right, Everybody we misses had Grizzlies. that pick. I know. And we I know. Yeah, but you want to drive yourself crazy uh, thinking about this stuff. So I, I wrote down a few <laughs> things while watching. So, but what about his first half yesterday? He sucked. Yeah, Mahomes. He did and then nothing. He threw four first touchdown team. passes in the second half. Yeah, he did throw a mark four of touchdown greatness. passes in a half. Oh, stop it! It is. No, it's not. It's not a it's mark, not of, a mark of greatness. <laughs> no, to, to that throw I agree four with. Touchdown <laughs> pass in a Bill Belichick it's defense in the good. AFC Championship it's game. Pretty good. This this is the problem I'm having right <laughs> he threw now. Fifty touchdowns. I agree in with what you said, and that's the stuff that bothers me right there. Oh, so the greatness. You don't want to take into like this was a legendary performance. Was it Mahomes that made those adjustments, or his coaches? I mean, that's the difference. No, He's, Mahomes you gotta execute. Yeah, the but plays. Who, who's winning for the Patriots? Is it is it Brady or is it the, the players? It's have both. Yeah, that's football. That's everything. They have to execute. That's the everything. Plays. Th- this the difference. I don't this. understand why you how, how you attempt to divorce those concepts. No, this is why I can because watching football and knowing okay. football. Hold on, doing this. I will admit I hate Tom Brady. Is he one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time? I'm not disputing that. Yes, he is. The throws he was making, Pat Mahomes can't make. 
just the scheme. But the point is, he doesn't. What do you mean? He doesn't have to make these throws because the scheme and the offense that Andy Reid is doing allows him not to make those throws. Those seam throws that he threw to Edelman three times in a row, or the tight window throws, it. it Pat Mahomes can't do it. Sure he does. No, he does it sidearm no, while looking the other way. The guy is wide open. <laughs> okay? He is a very good quarterback. And I'm giving you, Pat Mahomes has a very bright future out of him. We're gonna, but the idea yeah. to bring him up to the so greatest if, no, 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 is no, no, ridiculous. No, no, no. I'm not no, saying no, no. he's sure, the sure, greatest, sure, sure. Brandon. That's not what I'm saying no, at but, all. But if, but if your point is that Brady is able to make throws that Mahomes is not able to make. We should look into that a little There's more. There's throws I, I, that you know Mahomes what? can make There's that Brady that can only that dream no of No one making. in the NFL can make. <laughs> Mahomes can make some like absolutely special passes. Yeah. Okay, in the look passes that Brady's making, I want my quarterback to make well, those absolutely. throws more than I want the throws that Pat Mahomes can make, launching it 60 yards to a wide-open Tariq Hill. I want Solid move. Keep them on their toes. You can't always do it. Yeah. I It, it might add some. I mean... Kansas City stuffed the middle when they lined up at fourth and short, which is why that one play that Tony Romo called out that we were talking about, they plugged the middle playing for the sneak. So then Tony Romo's like, oh, he just checked out of that play to yep. a run. And yep. Off like the right side. The uh, right yeah. side because yep. Gronk was over there as the extra blocker. I mean, it's curl. That's Tony. Do? He's so smart. Way better than He's Eli. so smart. Are you, it's not even a, it's not, it's not even close. Can you imagine what, Eli doing commentary on these games? But what's God, better? No, I yeah, you wonder what's terrible. worse than all those things. Patrick Mahomes doing commentary oh. on all these games. Wait, he what, has a unique voice. What's, what's better though? God, I didn't know we had Mahomes on this podcast. <laughs> we, had good, we had a good game. It was, Mahomes, it was all right, where did you come but from? It was pretty cool. You guys, are special guest oh, Patrick man. Mahomes. <laughs> <laughs> I love my coach's mustache. It really, it really gets me going. Oh my god. <laughs> What's better uh, though, Tony Romo's analysis or Chris Collins worth sliding? Tony Romo, I can't say. Oh, I love, I love the slide. The slide. In. It has its own Twitter account. Oh, have you seen oh. it? No, I did not yeah, know that. It has oh, its own existed. Twitter account. That's fantastic. Yeah. Gonna get on that Twitter thing. Yeah, uh, yeah. So then uh, we we're obviously talking about this as well. If the Chiefs or both teams, I guess, you know, the both the championship games, better defense for the Chiefs, they win that game by far. They had the thirty-first ranked defense. Sure. So here's the thing. If Mahomes signs that contract, forget about them ever having a defense. It's just not going to happen. Their offense will get worse, too. Every, everyone gets yeah. worse. There's less money. Well, That's how it works. How does the NFL cap work? So, like, say they sign him to this $200 million deal and $80 million of it is bonus. Does that still count against the cap? I, they, no. they have I some think you have to split it up over the certain number of years. If you yeah, follow what's his name, uh, O O T C uh Chris something on Twitter, he goes over like it's, over the It's over not the cap. a simple enough thing. Like just just Google it and like learn yeah. how just it works. Just Google okay. it. Yeah, just geez Marty. <laughs> I guess I'll have to no, Google uh, it. I mean look, I, I, gotta, <laughs> I gotta do the same. I'm not implying yeah, I have you know, no, something no, I know. I have uh, no idea. There's there's one a, thing I've I, think never understood. I think it's harder than just like a simple thing to explain here. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, there's a guy on Twitter over the cap. Over the cap? Yeah, okay. yeah. He he because he'll be like, Hey people, if you have contract questions, shoot me messages, like I'll go over, you know, what teams should do contract wise or what type of yeah. deals players might get and stuff yeah. like that coming okay. in the future. Does does Tom Brady win and just go off into the distance, retire? No. no. So here's no. the here's the bigger problem I have with no. all of that, and uh, which one of us is going to take the sacrifice of taking out his knees next year so he can't go to four straight Super Bowls and take that away from Buffalo? Because that's the biggest fear that's I have. That's true. Now. I don't the think... The second they do that next year, they've taken that from Kelly. I don't think... I, I think this... He's not going to retire after this year, but I think this is their last. Yeah, year. I've been saying. I, that. Yeah, guess didn't, what? Didn't Edelman you think that five years ago sounded like that right. in uh, twenty fourteen yeah, when they did that. Back yeah. then, Edelman and Gronk were still in their primes. Edelman looked yeah. pretty good. Gronk, yeah, he Gronk looked, okay. looked good, <laughs> but he's going to be thirty three next year. Yeah. Gronk looks done. He looks done. Yeah. How old is Brady? 
Brady's 41. 41. 41. Please stop. How long? Um, Favre played until he was what? 43? 44? 44? Did he really? But he was not as efficient as Brady. Well, yeah. (laughs) What's it? Arthur Motes took him out in that last game against, you know, Bills versus Vikings. So, what started all of this is that the. Pass interference call in the Rams Saints games. So, without using your cheat sheets, what are the pass interference plays that you can get in game on? What do you mean offensive get? defense? What do, what do you mean get? We'll get have called against you. Any contact whatsoever? Yeah. No. So I mean specific rules and rule sections. So there's rule twenty, section B, rule three for I the have defense. No idea. What are you Don't touch the about? other player when the ball's in the air. Defensive holding, that, illegal that, contact. That sounds like it holds up. And defensive <laughs> pass interference. I, am, I don't know. So. Uh, as always, and this is how it's actually <laughs> we f- written. There. We failed the quiz. As always, if a tag is made prematurely, i.e., before the ball reaches the player, then pass interference should be called. What if they're in the air, Tim? Well, that's a subsection of one of these rules, Marty. We're focusing on this specific one. Oh, okay. I feel like this gets doesn't get called enough. Actually, what pass interference on this? That someone tags a player before the ball gets there, has their two hands on them, and the ball is dropped afterwards. Technically, if they've tagged well, yeah, that's or pass interference, yeah, I, I'm I mean, not sure that doesn't get called enough. To me, that feels like I, I don't think that's an issue. Yeah, I don't think I don't it see that happening that a lot. Yeah, pick plays is where I want to dive into, but that's not on here. We're no, not going to no, do no, it. No, it no, is. No. It's on here. No. Oh, it is. Yeah, yeah. pick oh. plays are so hard to call, though. Yeah, it's uh, so hard to don't call. Don't you just have to look back at the quarterback yeah. and put your hands? But yeah, so a pre a Well, go ahead. I'm talking as an official. It's so hard to call because you're watching. You're watching a. 10 players run around yeah. at once and yep, I if agree. you don't happen to see exactly what happens yeah. I think and the worst part to me about pick plays is not so much the ones that uh, where it happens and the ref didn't see it because you can sort of understand that I hate when a player just kind of falls over yeah. and the ref just assumes I've had so many games where someone's like almost untouched or mm-hmm. players from the same team collide and the ref throws a flag and it's like well, hold on hold on you didn't see anything happen that was a pick you're just assuming because someone's lying on the ground right I think um, their nose is bloody, you know. Yeah, and just, yeah, you know, yeah. I think officials in our league need to call defensive pass interference more when it comes close to the goal line. If there's ever like a cross play, it's always automatically offense. Yeah, it seems when that way. a lot of the times the defense is literally like stepping back or stepping forward yeah. and just impeding your yeah, route, which I, they can't do. Wouldn't so, know anything about that. Yeah. So it's, since you made uh, the pick play, so section E, uh, well, offensive section, section E. Offensive pick play, when an offensive player makes a deliberate attempt, i.e. stopping their pass pattern and using their arms to block to impede a defensive player's progress, result five yards and loss of down. Yep. I feel like that, that gets incorrectly applied at times, too. Like, I mean, I imagine it of someone like setting a pick play in basketball where they walk up and they have, you know, their hands down and, you know, around their waist, now, like they're trying to set a pick. The way this is written. Yeah. The key is stopping their pass pattern, well, and using their arms. A deliberate attempt. Yeah, yeah. and that's the other thing. How do you? So how are you gonna? How are you going to decide what's deliberate? And right. What's not? That's so intense. So if you are running, Oops, it's an accident. If we you're running a route and you just yeah. run right into a defender, but you don't extend your arms, you don't break your pattern. It's okay. Yeah. Like is that? That's and what you this can run. Rub, you can run rub routes. You just can't make contact. You can't put your hands up and intentionally right. block but somebody. I'm t- but the way this is ah, written, I've, I've actually been told before that you can't. They, they can actually throw a flag for a pick even if you don't contact them. But I have been told not according to the that rule. if you run I'm, right at somebody like you're going to hit them, and at the Wait. last second you stop and back off, they still stop their route. That's a pick. What? So, I mean, I guess it depends. Yeah. So which part of so it makes a deliberate attempt to stop their pass pattern. Yeah. I guess it doesn't say that they have to make contact. 
It doesn't say specifically in here to make I, contact. I have been told that they can throw flags think, even to, if there is no contact. As a QB, contact. I tell my receivers to do what you just yeah. did. I think yeah. this this and should be an or, not an, an, it shouldn't be stopping their pass pattern and using their arms to block. It should be or using their arms to block because making it an and makes it a very specific yeah. action. Yeah, no, I agree. And, you're right, you it says, an or, and like you said, Jeff, kind of doesn't have to be of it. doesn't have to be contact. They just have to impede their progress. So yeah. what you just said could actually be uh, you know offensive pick play. Yeah. I think we'll have to revisit that one with with uh Mr. Godfather Jungo later. Mr. Jungo yeah. get some clarification on that because it's as it's written it's very specific as what a pick play is but what's getting called is not that. So so we have two different defensive types of pass interference. I'll say pass interference but uh if you go to the defensive section of the rule book uh in section A Defensive holding slash illegal contact, which is applied differently than defensive pass interference, like it is in the NFL. So for us, is when a defensive player grabs the body or jersey or makes any form of illegal contact with an offensive player that is not carrying the ball. Yeah, but again, it says any form of illegal contact. But what's illegal contact? Let's say I'm All like, contact. Let's say, well, yeah, but that's that's just not fair, <laughs> right? If I'm if I'm standing in a zone and I'm kind of backing up and I think a player is going to make a left turn and they make a right turn and we bump into each other, did I just commit holding? I mean, I guess if you bumped into me, no, you I, committed illegal contact. And see this, <laughs> yeah, and there the, you go. You gonna throw a flag <laughs> on that every time? I probably touch a person on the other team every play. And I think that <laughs> might ready be to throw some flags on me. Something that's at the discretion of the refs. That's some it. That's are it, more yeah. strict about it. Others are, you know, yeah. hey, it's a D one game. As long as they're consistent, right? Yes. I think as that's long what as matters. they're consistent. Yes. Yep. Um, obviously, you usually want to err on the side of caution of that. I think if you let things like that go too long depends, in the game, it, it depends could how, blow up. It depends how physical it is. If it's incidental contact, like I bump against somebody. I don't want to see a flag for that if it didn't affect the play. That's just a referee inserting themselves when they don't need to be inserted into it. I, I, I completely agree. Yes. <laughs> I was like, Brandon, you seem to you've you've checked out your no, Twitter. No, 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 no he's no, no. Brandon never checks out. He's always looking something else up. On, he's he's got a whole thing no, going no, no, on. No, 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 I'm there. good. I I mean uh, so the result of that is uh so this is on the defense, so yeah. the offense would get ten yards and they get to repeat the down. Yeah. But that's illegal holding. I the way I see that though, or legal contact you know, out and up or stop and go, someone bites on it and they just stick their arm out to try and keep the person from getting downfield, you know, so they don't give up the big touchdown. Or in most cases, if you're in D1 or D2, big play, step out of the one or toss it to a girl. Like, you just don't want to give up that deep play. Ten yards seems a lot better than someone stepping out of the one so they have five chances at a gender play, a female involvement play, sorry. Yeah, and I'm reading the female involvement stuff here, and it says I'm looking at uh, defensive pass interference. So, yeah, we can move on to that. So, Section B, yeah. defensive pass yep. interference, which is different than holding or illegal contact in our rule book. Um, Jeff, do you want to go ahead and read? I know how to read. I can take this one. <laughs> I read good. I read, I read as good as most. Uh, section B, defensive pass interference occurs when a defensive player makes contact that interferes with a an offensive player's pass route or ability to catch the ball. Result is the ball is moved to the spot of the foul and repeat of down. If the intended receiver was a female player, that play will count as a female involvement play, so a gender play, even though the down will be repeated. If the infraction occurs in the end zone, the ball is spotted at the five-yard line or half the distance between the original line of scrimmage and the goal line, whichever is closer. So what was here? You my, my question was about the, the female involvement thing. So ever, anytime there's like a repeat of down, but like the gender counts, to me, I always kind of have mixed feelings about that. feels like you're rewarding somebody for like you're doubly rewarding somebody. 
So I, I think I think it's Hoff has always had an issue with, uh, I think it's the offensive pass interference where it's loss of down. That's dirty. I don't like it at all. And he's always been like, hey, you know, give us ten yards and but repeat down or something like sure. that. Sure. Yeah. Don't that don't double that's, ding. That's, that's, that's what it that's is. That's also a double ding. Yeah. Isn't that what it is in the NFL? No. You ten don't yards lose loss of down. No, you do not lose your down. Are you sure? I don't think you lose your down. I don't know. We would have to I look that know. up. Someone, someone Only get on that one. people have little portable computers that they carried with. But the reason, th- and the reason I don't like that play is because most of these, mo- I'm generalizing here once again because I don't have the stats, but I believe most of the offensive pass interference happens within the five yard line of like the pick plays it's and the crossing. It's a so pick play. So let's say you're doing this on six. Oh, boom, done. Lose ball. That have, you shouldn't lose the ball. Have we talked about uh, the rule pro? proposal change that we've had for the, no the we league. haven't do you want to because i i know you're in support of this uh yeah sure um i mean there's really no set rules yet it's more of like an idea that we're throwing out there and i to better the game to make it better for everybody where inside it so basically it comes down to where did kind of eliminate these pick plays and people getting hurt and people falling down and really close everyone jamming together within five yards that within a certain yardage, all gender plays are the same. So when five, you say all gender plays are the same, you mean they count for the same count for the same points yes. if you score a same touchdown. points. It so would be all six. So if a girl scored a touchdown, let's say you made this the five yard line. Mm-hmm. If a girl, if you your team drives to the two yard line, if you throw it to a girl, she is only going to score six points. She is not going to score eight. Correct. That's the proposed. There's uh, nothing proposed. Not proposed. Sure, not proposed. It's, it's idea. We've, idea. Dis- sure, we've sure, discussed sure. this. So we yep. have, you know, and us the, and the it, staff it seems have like meetings. The, the yeah. pro, the advantage of that is player safety. You're going to have less plays where people are running stupid stuff to try to, like, break a girl open to get the extra two points there. Probably healthier for, for the girls. Probably that, healthier for the guys, That's our main too. direction coming from this is no, player that, safety. Yes. Yeah, yeah no, I, I get that. I think that the potential downside for that is I think a lot of uh, female players like the fact that they're specifically targeted when you get close. I think they'll just find themselves ignored in those situations. But and like, yes, if you have players open, obviously there's six points no matter what. But as a quarterback, I think a lot of quarterbacks, especially if you don't have girls on your team that you necessarily trust as much as your guys, you're just going to look to your guys in that situation. I think a lot of girls are going to feel marginalized. If we put situation. it at the five-yard line, you're thinking that's that big of a difference? Uh, I don't and know. You don't think that if the game is on the line in D1, you're still not going to try and feed the ball to them? It's just going to open it up a little bit more so you don't get the... You know, pick plays that you get at the one-yard line. What I would recommend is this. There's a bunch of people in the league. So, obviously, I understand where you're coming from a player safety standpoint. What you should do on uh, on a Friday night is just talk to some of the girls in the league and propose it to them and just see how they feel about it. Well, girls won't like it because they instantly think they're getting taken out. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, that's my my point. When when we've had these conversations, that's our, you know, the argument against it is do we want to make this so – but I guess what's the difference? You're running out at the one or you're running out at the five? You're still trying to get a you female have, you, touchdown. You just have to tell teams, like, hey, you know what? Instead of going out at the one-yard line, if you still want to do that philosophy of, like, trying to get the extra points, you have to run out at the six instead of the one. Yeah. So, and, I, and I thought, like, you know, if, you, if you're running a deep pattern and you happen to catch it within the five, I think you should just have the option to go back to the five-yard line. No. If you run out of bounds, if you're within that distance... Mm-hmm. The intention is the same. If you d- go out of bounds with the intention to, you know, get a female involvement play, it should just go back to the five. If you have the option to do that, Marty, what do you got? Well, I, I kind of came in midway through this conversation. No, no, no. I meant like the rule so, change. So oh, we're, we're, we were talking about the Pre- offensive pass interference, yeah. but the rule change. Put, 
not proposal, but just an idea that we've thrown around. So Other leagues do this as well. So yeah, in the NFL, you're talking about mm-hmm. prior to th- 2013, it was a loss without. Now it's not. Now it's not. Okay, so you were right. So everyone, listen, Joe, you listening? Get rid of that rule. <laughs> Get rid of losing. Yeah, so you shouldn't I lose agree. a down. I agree. So here is how it is written. Yep. And so offensive section G, in the rule book, when an offensive player makes illegal contact with a defensive player or pushes off of a defensive player to create separation between himself or herself and the defensive player result five yard loss or five yards and loss of down. What are you reading off here? Offensive pass over here? Yeah, it's at the bottom of the page. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I feel like you should, I feel like it should be 10 yards, but I don't feel like it could be 15. 15. I just feel like you shouldn't lose the down. I feel like the loss of down, because especially towards the end of, the game like you shouldn't have to lose on an offensive pass interference the defense doesn't lose on it i i feel like it's too well, much of a that's dis- different that's di- at the end of a game like an incidental push off i don't feel like the offense should lose the game on that they should have it be significantly harder for them to score but i don't think they should lose the game no. by doing okay that. so you're saying you're saying the clock doesn't run out they just like turnover on downs type of scenario. Which is what has happened in the past. Yeah, okay. So the problem I have with that, and I see where you're maybe going with this, Marty, give me a second here. The the one instance that I'm seeing is 6-0 on the one-yard line. Yeah. As an offensive player, you are playing hesitant where defense doesn't have to. They can play as hard as they want to, knowing. You're right. I get get half the distance. I get nothing. I can just play as hard as I want to where offense is like, I can't well, get called for I this. Mean, the game can't end in a defensive penalty. But yes. it's, it's so you so, can just give it up another so, try. So okay, forget that. Then not even the end of the game. I'll drive with a minute left. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like it's it's so huge that one doesn't lose it, the other one does. And in my mind, if I'm playing defense like that at the end of the game, I'm playing harder, knowing that I could yeah. do whatever I want to. And if it's called on them, game over. That's a good point. So and the other thing that comes oh, along with on, that hold is hold on a, a second. Sorry, no, go what ahead, were you go saying ahead. on that? I know you were going somewhere with. Oh, no, I, I, just what Tim was saying, like, he wouldn't want a game ending on an offensive pass interference okay. call, and I was just saying it, it would only end if it was a turnover on downs, not, you know. But or, 6-0, that's yeah. what I'm saying, yeah. it's 6-0. Or it could even be, now it's 5-2. It was 5-1 yeah, it was, it was yeah. yeah. or something. Right. It, it was 4-2, now it's 5-2. It would just be a turnover, on, yeah. Yeah, turnover on downs, like, or, or incredibly difficult. Yeah. But here's what, the other... It, didn't that happen with Christine, actually, where there was like a 5-1 situation. She pushed off somebody, and they're like, all right, you've lost the down. Yeah. The gender doesn't count. It's yeah. a turnover. Yeah. And it that did. felt like a weird way for yeah, it to yeah. happen. It, happened in it, a, did not fe- it did not yeah. feel like a natural way for it to go. It happened in the losing streak game. Yes. That happened in in the, that uh, early on in that game. game. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But the other... So, and this is, you know, uh, the other reasoning behind that is that it takes the the referee out of that portion of it. They can affect the game so much by throwing that flag. Mm-hmm. It takes away the criticism on them. Not that they shouldn't throw it there, but if they do, it doesn't completely, you know, ruin one team's chance at winning right. or, you know, scoring a touchdown there. Three times. Yes, they can still assess it. They can still assess it, but it doesn't mean that the game is over now and, you know, there aren't unless people blowing. the clock runs out. Or unless the clock runs out. Well, people aren't blowing up at them saying, oh, my God, like you're the reason we lost. We had to lose a down and five yards. At that point, the loss of down is more significant than yeah. the five yards. Yeah, yeah it happened to me three times, uh, laces out as QB last session. And, oh. it, and it always – and I think – Stop, I don't, tell, I, stop telling your, your people to run pick routes. Uh, oh, trust me. <laughs> I, I mean, this isn't a secret. I think all quarterbacks do this. When we're in the huddle, I'm ba- kind of banking off, uh, piggybacking what Kroll was saying. I get in the huddle. I'm like, all right, this is what we're going to do. We're going Typical play. Everyone one way. 
this certain person the other. Uh, yes. When you run, when as soon as I say hike, I want you to run and turn and look at me and put your hands up. Yeah. I, I tell yeah. them that all the time. Yeah. And the problem with this whole pick play offensive pass interference is a lot of this happens is Lauren on my team. It happens to her all the time. And she comes back to me going, I don't know what I'm doing wrong. And they're calling me on this and I'm not running through. I'm not blatantly knocking this person over, but I'm getting called on this all the time. And I think it's just, and in three instances, we lose a down for her going, I did exactly what I always do, mm-hmm. and they just called it now. And I, I, I don't know. There's so much gray area for this that I don't even know how you could fix it besides, Joe, getting rid of losing a down. <laughs> yeah. getting rid. I don't of know it. if that'll fix it. That'll, no, I it'll just it'll make, help me, it'll make it more fair. It'll make you feel better. I think I think that it'll provide the offense more incentive to do it more because they won't be losing the down. You're on the one yard line. But you're going to go from the one. No, no, to the I 15? know. I'm just saying it's not. It's the only thing it's going to affect. Yeah. Is okay. Agreed. Yeah. It, it benefits the offense more now. But I, I, you're right. I mean, pick plays are tough to call for officials. Like I was saying earlier, it's 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 definitely a, a you know, one of those calls. It's a judgment call, and it's split second, and you got to make a quick decision. And and if you don't see it, you don't see it. If you do, the flag's got to come out. You know, and it's, yeah. it's that's that's where the consistency thing comes in. Like, and a big, I think the big takeaway from having read the rule is contact does not have to be made. So I think that yeah. might be a common misconception: is that well, I didn't make contact with them. It doesn't matter. You still impeded their progress of defending somebody else. Kind of. I, I I'm gonna say this quick story and I, I it's hysterical because we're talking about defensive pass interference so curl you'll like this one we're playing uh menaces the society and it's going back and forth and we're, we're t- talent uses friends with almost every single person on that team i'm running a route baker knows like you and i were we, i think we connected multiple dave baker. yeah dave baker so i'm <laughs> i'm running a route and i'm i'm like you're i think you're doing a swing and i was doing like a a seam and he literally hugs me and like hugs me and picks me up and was affectionate he was he was laughing the whole time (laughs) and so was i was like i was so thrown back by this i was like what is going on here and so the play happened i think it was completed for like seven yards but the funny thing nothing nothing was called (laughs) (laughs) who are the who are the refs put them on blast it it did it was whatever like it didn't We'll just, it was just it, we'll just assume it was Hogan. It was just hysterical that he literally hugged me. I was like, oh, uh, <laughs> nothing. And he was he missed it's you, a buddy. wily veteran. He knows he was, what he can oh, get he away with. Up. He yeah. was laughing the whole time, and so was I. It was so it was hysterical. <laughs> oh man. So how are we gonna we, we gotta we gotta well, let's uh, parlay yeah. this into our football. Well, we I was do. gonna say, so obviously, you know, I think we should try and do this even more because I that's a big one of like that gets called all the time, but you know, any type of rule that's in the rule book, I think it's like 15 pages long of rules for our football league is yeah. breaking something down, talking about it, kind of describing it, situations where it could happen. I think it's helpful for new teams, but also maybe some of us veteran teams that kind of just, oh, I have always how it's been called. It's actually written that way. You know, people might not understand. Yeah. So, And, I mean, everyone's sitting here hearing our opinions on a week-to-week basis. Come on. Like, I want to know how everyone in other teams and other, you know, other players yeah. – uh, feel about certain rules yeah. or what needs to yes. be changed. Tell us uh, what you yeah. hate. Tell us what you don't understand. Ex- yeah. yeah, exactly. You know who would be so, great? Who? Hogan? No. J- Jordan? Who would be great explaining rules? Joe? Any Ragavan? No. J- <laughs> Joe? <laughs> I'm pointing at you. Me? Captain of Totes. Adam? Thank you. Why? He's been on the t- He's been on the No, 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 no go before. specifically about rules. 
Uh, I think he'd be hysterical, and I think he'd be. I think he'd be. He's like I'll give good, Adam maybe. credit. He'd I mean, be. Sorry, very I just thought you were going to say someone who hadn't been on before. No, yeah. no, no, no. Like he'd be his. He, I think he'd be hysterical because he probably knows the rules better than I do. You know well, who would be you know better what? than it? he you, does know the rules better than I do. Chris, uh, Chris McKay. McKay. Yeah, Chris McKay is really. Yeah, cool. oh, yeah. Chris too. <laughs> he's incredible. Ragavan really hasn't been everything. on here, has he? Neither is Chris. It's Chris has mentioned interest in coming on. That shame on me for not having him on this week because. Uh, he's a big proponent of the winter kickball tournament that we he have yeah. coming up. So uh, hopefully he was able to to round out his team for that. Uh, so that's coming up this Saturday on the twenty sixth. Are you playing? Yeah, he is kickball. Yeah, I'm playing oh. with the defending champs. You yeah, B Sleazy's got to sign up, man. You guys, you guys need a guy. Oh, I'm playing. You can still do that, right? You can you send me the info tonight? Yeah, all right. I'll send it to you right now. Yeah, sending me right now. My wife is signed up. I'm not, but I am playing. Well, she was the Tim, MVP last send year. Send me so. the invite. I'll sign up before Brandon. You can make probably. Work. Yeah, you yeah, can, can work. Brandon. He can work that well, day. Guess what? I ain't showing up then. <laughs> Actually, because so, Brandon's ankle hurts, I said, "Look, man, yeah. if you can't play, I'll at least give you a clipboard." And then because my the shelf. and because my brother is playing Dave, I said, "Anytime we make a mistake, you can just slam it on the ground and I yell, <laughs> Damn it, Chagrew! <laughs> I get pitcher. That's my. I, I can't really run much in the outfield, so I get pitcher just to sit there. Oh my Pitch God. and then go from there. Uh, so yes, the winter kickball tournament still time to sign up. I believe just shoot Joe an email. Is that this Saturday? at game on sportscom Yes, it is this Saturday, oh, the twenty sixth. The frozen tundra so of Delaware Park, Buffalo, we, New York. We should have a lot of Dead Park Conservancy. Yes, we should have a lot of snow for that, which will be nice. I think the last year it's been a little mild. But uh, yeah, it's, it's supposed to warm up, I will say that. This isn't going to melt, though. No. Oh, no, 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 no. It's supposed to rain one of those days, but it's supposed to snow the next <laughs> the, day the after that. The best one so. I ever attended was, like, within within or with three feet of snow we were Je- playing in. Jeff, yes. were, were you the one that wore sneakers last year? Yeah, I wore yeah. sneakers. And you know what? We won a championship with those sneakers. So <laughs> I have no that he regrets about sneakers. that. Oh, my God. I've got to wear sneakers again this year. For- How can I not? Forecast for Saturday looks to be about 20 <laughs> degrees uh, with a 20% chance of snow. That's so. perfect weather. Uh, muddy muddy as hell. Weather. And Kroll shows up with sneakers with Very on. little and, wind. Uh, Kroll what? dominated in sneakers. And Jeff, Why are these things showed Jeff, up? I believe, what was the reasoning for not wearing cleats? Didn't that you didn't want to get them muddy. Yeah, I didn't want to get them muddy. That was it. In the snow? Didn't want to get them muddy. No, well, it wasn't snowy it last year. Oh, it was dirty. This, this it was, was just dirty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so last year, he's like, oh, I didn't want to get my cleats dirty. I would have I the wear, cleats. Do you, so what do you wear <laughs> what? during football? Yeah. Oh, I wear cleats. But what, the They were unruined cleats? because I didn't wear them during the kickball tournament. Oh, okay. Do you remember? Yeah. So you see, it all makes <laughs> sense. Do you remember him sliding past third? Yes. I remember that. That's a rough memory. It was so, oh my god, it was so funny. Uh, Jeff okay. took at least uh, I wasn't 20 the only one that did I will that. Say at least Somebody else also wiped out after I. So did imagine that. I like a Looney a Looney Tunes cartoon. It really someone was overrunning a base. Or his legs going a mile yes. a minute Basically, trying to get yeah, back. Yeah. <laughs> it was as cartoonish as you oh, can get. It was, it, was so <laughs> it was an embarrassing moment for me. That's all right. We all have those. Yeah. Yes. So I would have felt worse if we had lost the game because of it. I did get out on the play. The, fir- <laughs> the first time I played outdoor kickball, that's what happened to me. I was playing on Jamie Cutler's team. And I rounded third and literally just slid out from underneath myself and nice. face planted. I scored, but it was a very hurtful yeah. uh, rounding of the third. You paid for it. Yes, All I right. did. So we have that coming up on Saturday. Uh, if you're not attending, I come and show up. It's always a, 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 a good time there at Parkside at Delaware Park, supporting Buffalo's Olmstead Parks Conservancy. Uh, should be fun. Uh, if we can, we'll set the podcast up there. We'll have some interviews and such. Hopefully. If we have some availability, a uh, few of us are playing. The rest of us are documenting slash working the tournament. Marty. Mm. It'll probably be me, one-man show. 
Um, Marty, Marty, one man party. What else right. do we need? Just like totes. So Marty, one man right. show. No, so let's do a crick, a crick, a crick. quick, a Jesus, quick my recap God. of crick, crick, crick. Yes, my words, my gosh. You run uh, a podcast? First game. Nine fifteen p.m. Of the the scores for indoor football, <laughs> and I will say, <laughs> I thought that was good. It was. I thought I thought I thought Brandon pressed play over there on something. Sticky bit. It takes him down. Thank you yeah. for that. All right. Um, <laughs> That's perfect. Tim, pulling Tim, up the schedule. Up the oh, I am. Tim, why didn't you have this pulled up already? Jeez. Come Look, on, I man. did everything else. You guys could have done something else. for this. I did my research. I got the results of all the games, but I don't know which ones were from which Well, week. so that's the big thing. And before we say this, uh, I know we have, obviously we have some new teams uh, to the indoor league. It's nice. I like that. NFL it's prime time. Effect. I like that. It's good. You don't have to stop talking. You talk. No, over you it. talk. You run you guys, down. Do you guys have this scores. yet? Hold on, I've got it here. He's got it. There we go. Mark's Janu- got it open. January the 18th, correct? Correct. Yes. All right. The first game of the night at 8:30 p.m. We had the Legends uh, putting a beat down on getting our act together, which we discovered today is an acronym for GOAT. Yeah. They were not the goats that day. They were not. Um, Legends, by the way, has still never lost a game. <coughs> really? They've uh, when would they have lost a game? I guess you're right. They haven't. They, they, went, they undefeated went undefeated last year. Went straight to the championship. They went straight to the championship. They had just a couple close ga- games all year, and now they've won their first game, 68 to 24. So they're the t- team to beat. They are the on the schedule. They are the team to beat currently. Um, second game, uh, Talon Juice versus Totes. No, that's incorrect, Tim. <sighs> you gotta get the, the order. The second right. game of the night at 9:15 was the North Buffalo Knights against Pick Six and Side Chicks. Whoop! And that was uh, not a close game, I believe. And that was also not a close game. Pick Six and Side Chicks. <laughs> Keep going. Power through it, Marty. Whoop, Power through whoop. it. With a 53 to 16 or 18 win over Chris Mecker and his. Oh, and we can we can even do this. Uh, so the David real estate firm of Mecker takes down. <laughs> we can even do we can even do it's this good. for that game. So Brandon, you you got me. So David on? Pickens, what does he do? Catches touchdown passes. There we go. Thank you. Uh, he, Highlight he, of the week again. He catches this week. he catches the back end of the that. ball. I missed in it. Both Sorry. highlights. Did you notice that? Yes. Like the ball goes through his hands and both, and he like squeezes the very back tip of David his David Pickens balls. with the strongest fingertips. And game <laughs> on. Reels in a touchdown late. He's got man this is strength. So good. That's man strength. Love Pickens. Whoop whoop. Chris Carter reference there. What, what does he do? What are you doing in my ear? So, David Pickens, all he does is catch, touch, <laughs> catch guess, touchdowns. All right, so moving on to the 10 o'clock game, we had the Jeff Kroll-led Sticky Bandits. Jeff, Jeff fighting through the flu to make it to the game. With 101, a baby. 52-32 to 32 victory over Wreck You Up. Jeff, you want to talk to Wreck You Up a I little bit right to. now? Yeah, so Wreck You Up, uh, new team to the league. Uh, just met them for the first time uh, this past Friday. Super nice guys. They all went to the bar afterwards. They were very social. Um, learned a little bit about them. I uh, was hoping to get uh, one of them to actually come in the podcast this week, but we'll have one Maybe on next in the future time. at some point. Yeah, yeah. Did you did you get the name of the girl that was that was dropping I dimes on you guys? So she was she was incredible. They had a girl that uh, that went back to pass a few times, and typically when they put in a girl to pass, you think all right, it's going to be like a five ten T- yard pass. Typically, it's down by the goal line. Yeah, or yeah, or they'll do it at the goal line. <laughs> they they put her in like you know like almost at the beginning of drives, and she would launch these thirty yard bombs. It was really impressive. And we figure that out eventually. <laughs> so the first eventually. half was the first half was very close. We were only winning by. What a did point. you think the first time was a fluke? Ah, she can't do that again. <laughs> Maybe. 
we were winning 19 to 18 uh, at the end of the half, uh, and then we, we kind of got a, away from them a little bit in the second half. But they uh, they were definitely a good team with a lot of talent. I'm told that their quarterback actually won a state title for uh, North Tonawanda. So really? they definitely got talent on their team. So their team that I think you're going to see get better throughout the season. What's, what's his name? We're going to have to do some investigative work because we've heard of these he such the things. Uh, you, know who, you know who could talk to him uh, or of that Jordan? team? No, Liz was a senior in North Tonawanda when they won the state title. Okay. Oh, how about that? Okay. They won Liz on the podcast. They I'm ran saying this isn't true, but we've had one pl- uh, person yeah, in this yeah. league. Yeah, we've already had claimed, one liar. So. Claimed to be a starting quarterback they, at West Seneca They West. ran the triple option that year in North Tonawanda. Really? How about that? Ah. Yep, that well, was their bread and butter. We can have will. him on the podcast. He can tell us all about so it. So they were a rumbling, stumbling, fumbling team. Rumbling, bumbling, stumbling. <laughs> Sticky Bandits takes down Wreck You <laughs> Up. I think they're going right. to win their next couple of games. I doubt it. Because uh, they play us coming up. Anyway. Ooh. <laughs> ooh, ooh, ooh. That brings us to the game of the night. Oh. Yeah, it's dead now. Um, the 10:45 game saw Totes McGoats whoop. lay a whooping down. Uh, Rob Johnson uh, went, went down early with an ankle injury. 50 to 39. And you know, I would take this moment to, to gloat after listening uh, no, no, to I you want, guys. No, actually, Marty, you please, know what, please Marty, do, because we I deserve wa- it. Before you do this, gloat all you want, because I want you to gloat about preseason football. Please go on. I don't want to gloat. I, uh, if you let me Indoor finish. Indoor is just no, as no, much you of should. a season I would. as the rest If you of let them. me finish, I'm not much of a gloater, so I put it out to my teammates. Okay. Let's hear what they have to, to say. Send in, to send in some, some, some stuff to say. Um, God, I wish Brandon, I played totes this year. Brandon, I was looking forward to our first meeting head-to-head quarterback against quarterback i'm sorry i you know what so was i brandon brandon was a no-show no he was uh i was he was placed on injured reserve i was not a no-show well you weren't there all right marty perfect starting people knew i wasn't coming (laughs) so (laughs) we pulled the patriots we weren't going to tell you our injury report (laughs) until the game day of the game so so we had to make some some quick adjustments there when we found out that uh d1 champion quarterback tim chagru was was under center um but uh Sal wants to know, Tim, what what went through your mind after dropping that interception on the first uh, first play of the game? Well, I saw that. It clearly, was uh, it went downhill from there. But you know what? One play doesn't make uh, an entire game. I will say that I could have changed the outcome of the game, I feel like, by picking you off early. I think it would have gotten into your head. Probably. I think you would have not felt confident throughout the rest of the game. You know, look, a very first play of the game, diving, you know, attempt, didn't miss it. Went right through my hands. It was an easy pick. I missed it. Uh, Dan Patterson uh, said that Tiffany owned you guys, especially Hoff. She did, man. Yeah, a couple mean, of Hoff? passes, a couple of passes down the sidelines, yeah. uh, just she, wide she, open. She caught an out and up, and uh, at about midfield, and outran everybody to nice. the end zone. Nice. So she's they, good. Yeah. She played. Uh, she was a couple games on laces. She's really good. She is very good. Um, James said, "Brandon, you are like a no talent Baker Mayfield." So I just uh, wanted thank to put you? that Ooh, out there. Even there. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I just want to put that out there. I mean, if you're, if you're going to compare me to Baker Mayfield not playing football, I'm still taking that as a compliment. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you'd take He's that. He's just well. a That's cool dude. I've seen what his lifestyle is like, and I'm okay with it. Oh, and then Jill came in and said, more like a Sam Bradford glass bones. Ooh, oh, that's so. That's oh, once again, I agree. <laughs> I'm, I'm, just, these are all truths being thrown out here. Stop comparing them to NFL I'm, quarterbacks. I'm just, yeah, yeah. By the way, you're comparing me to successful. One season, Sam Bradford successful, and I think Baker Mayfield will have a good. Uh, Are you saying Brandon had a good college career and was succumbed to injuries by the time he just made the pros. just wait until I mi- I win comeback player of the year next year. Just wait for it. So, right. um, Adam wants to know how come bribing the refs didn't work for you guys. 
Oh wow! You want to tell the story, Tim? Uh, what the bribing the refs? That's yeah. never happened before. With with you didn't you didn't see what happened on Facebook earlier in the day between Hoff and Hogan? No, I don't think oh. I did actually. No, I didn't see this either. So, uh, Hogan made a post and it, it I don't remember what it had to do with, but uh, Hoff went on and and said he would bring or buy him dinner if Hogan <laughs> made all the calls against Totes, and he said I planned on doing that anyway. Look, sometimes uh, a little bit of a controversy. Sometimes, uh, look, I don't think Hogan cares which one of us wins. He I probably doesn't so like either of us. So. I don't think so either. But I thought it'd be funny to bring it up. Um, do 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 do. Uh, well, I'll say this to Adam. Clearly, I didn't pay them enough because we still lost. So yeah, this is true. Despite despite us not getting any calls and you getting all of them. Yes, oh, sure. Jeez, he wins and he still doesn't stop. Listen. Look, these, I, I, these aren't my it words. Wouldn't be Marty oh, I thought these aren't my words. All right, what oh, else? Oh, I thought that la- that last comment was yours. No, 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 no. Well, what else do we I, got? Was that it? That that's all I got from them. I would just like to say that uh, Jeff brought to my attention earlier that my all-time record against Juice is three and six, three and six, including two losses in the playoffs, including two losses. So in the obviously, playoffs. a regular season indoor victory doesn't really mean much in the grand scheme of things, but. I will hey, take look, it. Sorry. A win is Sorry, a win Jeff, is a I'm win. Yeah, with good. you under the table. I liked it, Mark. You guys I will take it. I mean, I wasn't there. You guys won. You have really good receivers. You're going to compete. We do have you're really going to compete yeah. indoor. You, you're a D one. Qu- you're a D one quarterback that led your team to the best record last session. Like, you guys are. You guys have yeah. a good chance. You Marty, when do you play Legends? Uh, that's Next a week. Right? That no, schedule no, open? no, no, no. So I will say this about the game. I I didn't play well. I thought I left a lot of plays out there. I underthrew Hoff on a deep post. <laughs> and uh, I'll say this up. Marty played well, man. He didn't miss a lot of passes do during you, that game. Do you need me there for my pep talks? I Probably. Think I think you need my pep talks. I could have used a, what the, what the F, Shagru? What are you doing out there? Hey, you suck. We, we play Legends on March 1st. Oh, you got a ways to wait. Yeah, then. second to last game of the season. Yeah. All right. We don't... No. Sticky talent juice was February That was moved 8th. to February 8th. Yep, right. looking forward to that. You're not going to be there, right? No, I, w- I that's so why it was yeah, moved. Yeah, I was moved. So I could, uh, especially after you dropped out, uh, we definitely would have significantly been different for us. And also, I feel like it wouldn't have been as fun if I wasn't there. So Jeff, the, uh, the last time we played each other, do you push know what the result? Yeah, push up. Do you know bats. the result for me was I had to do 50 push-ups in front of your entire team. Yes, so. I recall. We'll make a similar bet this time. I agree. I'll Dr- I mean, dress bet. <laughs> A dress badge. Should I pull like a Jack Del Rio? Jeff, do you want to put that on the circa line? Early no, thank you. I'll pull. I'll be like a Jack Del Rio circa early 2000s and wear like a suit on the sidelines and just pace for <laughs> Taylor Swift up and down the sideline during fantastic. that game. Bring a fake Microsoft I'll get Ricky tablet to do the same for us. It like like Belichick yeah. does it when he gets pissed yeah. off. I will say, so I love the rivalries that our teams have, but uh, it's honestly like anybody who is interested in coming on and st- like talking about their teams and any rivalries that they have amongst other teams, Please do. I mean, like uh, that's part of the fun of what we have doing this is just the you know the competitiveness and friendly competitiveness we have amongst one another. Like I said, the last time that Juice played Sticky Bandits, I put fifty push-ups on the line, and man, did I own that. That sucked. That was probably one of the <laughs> yeah. worst things that I had to do. Yep, fifty push-ups back in the day. I can knock out fifty in like a minute thirty. The young Marty. He back was in the day. Okay. You guys have any uh, last words here? Last words. Are we We're done? done already? I, thought I, I actually do have to leave in a sec, so I'm. What do you got to do? What do you, you got to do here? Yeah, Jeff. Dinner's on the table in ten minutes. What, 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 what are we have? What's for dinner? Oh, let me see if Christine told it's me. It's weird. It's eight fifteen, but we're did. usually here at like one o'clock in the morning. Like guys, we got to wrap I things know, up. I know. Uh, yeah, I we had so much more to talk about, but I guess we're not going no, to. No, no. I mean, you guys can. No, well, I mean, so I'll say at least say this. So I'm looking forward to sauce. That's going to be good. I'm looking forward to that. Can wait. Prego or ragu. 
I, I hope Prego. Yeah. Ragu's the thinner sauce. Yeah. No, you don't need that. No, it needs right. to be homemade. That. Nobody yeah. needs yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. It, wha- so what does she use? She used Prego, right? I'm, I have no idea. Wait, you know, wait, usually wait. She's we Prego? Use Christine is not pregnant. Okay. This is not the official <laughs> pregnancy announcement. We're talking about the sauce. <laughs> Right. We usually use uh, God. What is like Mama something? It's some like Italian like stereotype Mama Mia? name. Not not no, Mama that's a Mia. Play. A delightful play. Mama Thank Mia. you. <laughs> a del- it's a delight. <laughs> anyway, it was delightful. If anyone prefers ragu over uh, prego, what is this? Marty's making lots of gestures over here. Ragavan's forward. I thought we were going to share. Oh no, I don't think we are going to no. read it on the. No, air. we we can though eventually. Uh, at yeah, some we'll get point. rags on to talk. Eventually. I think rags needs to be here when we we introduce that. Yeah. Uh, but anyways, I'm looking forward to more matchups. Uh, you know, Totes versus you guys. Actually, you guys don't play each other, do you? Totes and Sticky we do not do play, not play, each, play other. each other. No. Yeah, that oh was my. one of the few games that I was really looking forward to. It's to me, it's 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 Totes, it's Juice, it's Legends. Those are the games that you get pumped up for. Yeah, I mean, look, all the games you get pumped up for. I think I said Wreck You Up has been a strong team but so this far, even though they've lost the first two matchups. It's not like they've been cakewalks yeah. by any can, means. Can we talk about uh, pick six and side chicks? They're three and three and oh, yeah. 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 Well, you know who they're playing this week, though. Who are they playing? Sticky, Sticky Bandits. Bandits. So oh, it'll be a good well, you got to watch out for that Pickens guy because uh, so oh, no, all he does exactly is catch touchdowns. I know exactly how good So they'll be four and is what you're telling me. Yeah, we'll see. Maybe. Uh, Maybe. Right. Good luck to them. <laughs> but, yeah, anyone who's interested from the indoor league coming on the podcast, uh, I know we've reached yes. out to Mecker to come on, so hopefully we'll have him on in a couple of weeks. But any of the other teams, just shoot us a message on Facebook or you can send a text message or a – you know, if you have my number or an email to me, uh, tpshagru at game-on-sports.com and try and set up a time to come on. Or just at, come at up to Brandon us on the field. Ciclary. Yeah, or yeah, or just come talk I mean, to us on the field. We're usually you know, we're there. Usually there so. I, owe, I owe now six people you beers. Are? You owe six people I, I feel beers? I envision this conversation happening at some point as we gain in popularity. Brandon, why can't we buy a house? Uh, I don't know. I'm popular on I got to buy a whole bar of beer. Why do you <laughs> popular owe six people So I said, uh, I don't know, a month or so ago that every new follower I would get from Game On, every new follower I'd get from Game On, I would buy them a drink when I see them at a bar. And I've gotten six so far. Hmm. So, okay. But they have to come up to me or remind me when they see me. Yeah. And, yeah. I'll, and I'll buy them. So... I that's Tim's so no no that's all right I don't know what um but yeah so that that's what the uh the, the beer is so keep it up um i'm pretty i won't say active on twitter i, I speak my mind a i'm little active bit. on twitter no one wants to follow you marty at, i'm, I'm at active on the wiley veteran and i'm at tim chagru and then brandon's at brandon seclair follow me for hot sports takes no hot don't political takes. don't oh follow God. marty for sports hot takes. everything takes He's Marty Clickbait Fanukin. Oh, or no, he's not. He's Marty Worst Buffalo Sports Fan Fanukin. That Twitter. is my name, Marty Fanukin. Wor- uh, terrible, terrible, terrible ter- Buffalo sports. There fan. There we go. Yeah, but, which uh, is all true. But the, but the point is, I get reactions out of you, don't I? Is that what? That's all it's about. Is it yeah. just that's not what it's all I about. Guess. But I mean, I, I I like to stir up conversation. All right. So, anyways, uh. <laughs> uh so the Sabres, so I, this bye week, it sucks that it happens uh, right next to the NHL All-Star game. Are they the only team that has that back-to-back? Cause that I do not know. That I do, yeah, I don't know. They have ten, 10 days or 11 days yeah. until their next game. So their bye week, I think last year, came like you know sometime after the All-Star break. And this year it happens right before it, so they're off for almost like two weeks, it seems like. Well, they good. certainly need it. Because they do not look very good right now. I wouldn't go that far. Is that the amount of time it takes to get your head out of your ass? Maybe. I, maybe uh, maybe no. they can watch, Phil, Phil Housley can watch some film and stamp 
staple Scandella wait, to the so press wait. box for a little while. But this is something that our other coach got ridiculed for, is needing to watch the tape. So you're saying that this other coach needs to watch the tape? Well, he's got to do something during the bye week. I mean, I assume that's what he's going to be doing is watching tape, making decisions. So you're yeah. saying that watching the tape is important? Of course. Okay, just just checking. They have not been a terrible team. Uh, win-wise, yes, if that's how you just judge teams, which you sh- you know, I'll go with it. But <laughs> I'm getting I, I'm getting my my point I'm trying to make here. I'm getting there is people and a lot a lot of people like to sit here and tear them apart for analytics. And yet now they're doing pretty good in shot share, which everyone loves to point out. And they're losing games when they were down in shot share and winning games. Everyone tore them apart for. So it's like a lose lose situation for well, them right here. You got to take a, if you're going to use shot share, you got to take a look at where the shots are coming from. Are they coming from high danger scoring areas or are they coming from the side walls and the point and the side of the net? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So you could easily throw 70 shots on net from anywhere and the goalie's going to just grab it like he's fielding a pop fly and it count, counts as a shot attempt. I think they so. have had a lot of bad luck the last couple of games, which is a lot is brought on themselves because of bad positioning by their defense. I'm not going to completely tear that apart, but a lot of these goals that are going in they are been pretty bad. They've been fluky, very fluky. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, look at goals. With a team but that's lost as much as they have, you can't sit there and say that they're not doing something wrong. They, something can be fixed. Uh, exactly what it is. Maybe it's changing a player here or there. Or they just definitely got to work on getting better players all throughout the lineup. I mean, they've got a nice young core, yes, but they need some solid veteran leadership that's won before in this league. One st- I mean, Connor Sherry, yeah. Is he the only one that has playoff experience on the roster? He might be. I, I just Honestly? Like it's Hutton? Why isn't Hutton technically? Maybe Hutton. Yeah. I mean, how many guys do they have that have playoff experience on this roster? Because certainly the young core doesn't have it, and a lot of the guys that they brought in don't have it. So, I mean, that's that's something I think Botterill's got to look at bringing in, if not at the trade deadline this year, definitely in the offseason, is, is some solid veteran leadership for this young core. I'm, I mean, I don't really believe in that. So You don't believe in solid veteran leadership? No. Not at all. I believe the team with the best players wins. I believe in winning. Well, I'm not saying <laughs> not good players. That they're going to be, be good players, I'm saying, but they need guys that have been there before, too. To do what? To to tell them to play better? No. Like, I just don't I don't know where you're going. You I, need guys that have been in situations where they're not going to pucker up and throw the puck up the middle of the ice because they're in a, nervous. You know what I mean? You need guys that have been in those high, tense situations, playoff hockey it's it's no no no, no i'm you with you it. and i'm in the minority here but i just don't believe in that i think the the better team with the better players wins and it doesn't matter if they have a player on their team that's been in the playoffs before i don't think that really does anything well i'm not saying go get like a fourth line plug guy that's been in the playoffs so I'm a guy saying, that scores yeah a guy that <laughs> scores and has been in the playoffs can we find one of those yeah <laughs> those guys who score are terrible there's the yeah, yeah you want to find a guy that scores so do i i right. don't care if he's been in the playoffs or not i do I don't think that I don't think that does anything. I don't. Well, it does I, because I, we can beat this point. I know. No, no, no. I, I, I am. I know I'm in the minority. Jack Eichel is how old? 21, 22. Yeah. He's wearing the C. Something like that. Does mm-hmm. he know how to lead a, a locker room of men? He, he was doing fine earlier. He's doing he, doing a pretty good job. Well, he's doing great on the ice. So we don't know anything behind the scenes. 
You know what I, I mean? I think he's doing a pretty good job. The only reason I'm saying that, clearly, I don't have any. I actually do. You know, I'm in the locker room all the Are time. You? So. I don't have any sources in the locker room, but I knew when they had a bad locker room, I knew about it. Yeah. And I've heard nothing but good things coming out here now. And I think it comes back to they can clearly go on a run. They can score they goals. They Look, could. we all have our sources that we just don't like to divulge. And, you know, I definitely have one that's in the locker room. So. <laughs> Uh, I would love a score on a playoff team that can put up points. And the problem we have is, and I've been saying this how many times now, is that we don't have that player that came out of nowhere or just like a low pick to Evan score Rodriguez, goals. That's my and guy. He just has you. He's not there. Evan Rodriguez and his four goals. And yeah, exactly. Right? Like, come on. <laughs> he's been hot a little bit lately, but... Like we need that guy. We need we need our CJ Smiths. We need our Nylanders. We need our our this guy from the AHL or like a or we need you know who for the love of God, it would be nice. We need our middle stats to like that guy yeah. to and I think he will get there. I've been saying that for a while. It's his first full year. He needs to hit puberty first. Yeah, that guy's still need, young. He's like or, not, he's or, twenty years old. Or we need Sherry to be Sherry. Like we need that. And Sh- we're not getting that. Sherry yeah. looked the part early on in the season and he just seems to have just died off whatever line he's been on. And I wouldn't even be opposed to mixing the lineups back to what they, you know, put put Reinhardt on the lower line, put Pominville up there, switch something up. I mean, something has to change. Yeah. So I just ordered a book called Tape to Space by Ryan Stimson. It's it's like an in-depth look at like where hockey is going in the future, and I'm looking forward to getting it and reading it. But well, you I can want give us a breakdown on it in the future. Yeah. Honestly, yeah, yeah just yeah. tell us you know, what it's about. I want to read that and see if I can see any tendencies in the Sabres games that's like, wrong like for the future of hockey where they're going like are they I think they're going in the right playing direction the though. wrong but are they playing the wrong style of hockey is what I'm you know what I mean like is Phil Housley's system the right so I mean you can say that about you can say that about anything though because look at the Patriots people could say oh you know what team fullback the fullback's a dying breed and then literally they yeah. had a fullback out there the entire game and they ran the ball like 40 times and they won yeah so you could sit there and say that running the football is a dying breed but they literally did that all game and they won he he plays an outside cycle game, so he's just cycling from each corner. Yeah. And I would really like him to change it up and put a guy in front of the net. Yeah. That's what I mean. And that's what Danny I mean. Danny Briere. Like, we need a Danny Briere where that guy would you just got, park himself in right, front of the net. You have one line that does that, the Eichel line. They're the only ones that get to the net consistently. Yep. The other three lines, all they, they cycle it along and the board and over and over again. The other three lines is it. that's what they should be doing. Like, that's how you get. You know, sloppy it, goals is someone sitting in front of the net shielding. But that, that's the thing. They're not going in. to yeah, the yeah. net. They yeah. need to start going to the net. When they do go to the net, they get rewarded for it. And we've seen it happen. Mm-hmm. We were watching that game, the New Jersey game at your house. And we're like, oh, my God, look. Look what happens when you go to the net. You score garbage goals. You score good goals. Like, you score goals when you go to the net. You can't just constantly play this outside perimeter game and expect to be good. Firehouse, they get Joe Quinville. <laughs> yeah. And so, I like I like Housie. I have nothing against him, but if a better guy's out there, I think you should go and get him. Yeah. Well, well, hopefully once they come back from the break, they'll be better than what they've been recently. Two tough games right out of the break. Columbus so, and Dallas, both on the road. UB, so jumping uh, UB, and we'll just do this real quick. Uh, back up to, I think, 14th now, or they're 14th. tied for 14th. Yeah, tight. Ranked in the country. It's still incredible, having gone to school there and just the fact that we've been a ranked team and we're you know, only one loss on the season. Uh, they play tomorrow night, uh, which will be Tuesday. Uh, well, will probably already have happened. But they play at Northern Illinois. They pretty much play every Tuesday, Friday. What I'd love to try and do is maybe one of these Tuesdays, unfortunately it might not work for Marty, unless it's later in the year, it's just organize a group of people from game on to go. You know, we'll 
maybe get like a group ticket sale or something like that and see if we can get a whole bunch of people to go. Because it's fun to watch. I mean, they're really good. Yeah. We might not see another team like this in Western New York for basketball for years to come unless they can continue to recruit at the level that they have from yeah, the JUCO ranks. The, hopefully you know? this is the start of something you know, bigger for them. I, I would hope so. I mean, if they can keep Nate Oates, I, God, I don't know what it's going to take to keep that guy here after the season. I can see. He signed a contract, didn't he? That, that means nothing. Yeah. I know it doesn't, yeah. but he if, did, didn't if he? If a power school comes and says, hey, we're going to offer you $3 million a year to coach our basketball team. Unless he just doesn't <laughs> care about the money, which it seems most coaches at some point do. Yeah. But if he just wants to build a program and stay here, I mean, that'd be incredible. It'd be incredible. We need something like that. We need we need a guy like that. I mean, even think, Sarah, I mean, Syracuse basketball has been huge for just forever. Beat Duke. But, <laughs> but UB beat Syracuse, so ergo... UB's better than Duke. Yes. Yep. I, I mean, <laughs> sounds logical to me. <laughs> Stats. <laughs> but no, I'm excited. For, I'm excited for them. You know, I mean, that's how those those programs always start. You, know, you get those programs in the A10. You know, it dominate for years, but they have coaches that stick around and help build the program. So hopefully that happens for UB. I agree. But Northern Illinois tomorrow night, uh, Tuesday night. Hopefully they can continue. They have a 20 game win streak at home. Which is like third in the country or something. Northern like Illinois? That. No, UB. Oh. UB has so they're they play at home. They're hoping to continue that win streak. Nice. Right? No, they play at Northern Illinois. Yeah. So interesting. Go Bulls. Go Bulls. Yes, go Bulls. Go Bulls. Go Golden Eagles. What? That's where I went. Canisius. Go Vikings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go. go is the Golden Eagles, right? Grand, Grand Island Vikings. Brockport's the Golden Eagles. What's Buffalo State's mascot? The, the Bengals? The, the Bengals, yes, there we go. Yeah. What is Canisius? The Golden, the Golden Griffins. Griffins. No, Golden Griffins, you're right. Golden yeah, Griffins. Yeah. Anyways. And I don't know what the Bonnies. The Bonnies are the Bonnies? Whatever a Bonnie is. It's like some sort of wolf according to their What's logo? Syracuse Orange. I mean, it's just it's, a big puff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's awesome. The Stanford tree. Oh, no, man, look, I love mascots. So there are very few that I don't like. We know you love mascots. So this is the point where Christine almost tried to get a... Victory Bowl to show up at our wedding because oh she knows how much I like mascots. Victory Bowls. So there's an image somewhere on the internet of Victory Bowl just recycling, and I think it's the most, f- the funniest thing I've ever seen. Just this stupid mascot face putting a, a plastic bottle into a recycling bin. Was Totes McGoats there? No, he wasn't. Dang no, it. wasn't. Who? Totes McGoat. The, the, the Niagara, Niagara Falls, Falls recycling goat program thing that they had out there. They had you a goat. Heard? Oh man, where have you been? But all right, well, I want to thank living. Yeah, <laughs> want to thank all our listeners. Uh, follow us on social media at Game on Buffalo on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram and Snapchat. And you can find upcoming events on the website www.gameonbuffalo.com. And we'll see you guys on Saturday at the Winter Kickball Tournament. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to the Amateur Hour. Presented by Game On Sports.